Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Dirty Twenties Podcast. My name is Marcus Stusick, and with me, as always, we have five ritzy and red-hot role players. Introduce yourselves, please. You didn't say they ain't none of them a rube. Oh my god, we're rubes! Oh my god, oh my god, (laughs) y'all are all rubes. Oh no. (laughs) I'm Richard, I'm playing cricket. (laughs) I'm Toby, I'm playing Lonlin. We're gonna have a a wait off for this last one. Uh, Oh, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Emily, and I'm going to be playing Lizette. I'm Craig, and I'm going to be playing Salem. Perfect. And with us this week, we also have a very special guest star. Guest star, can you please introduce yourself? I'm Matthew, and I'm going to be playing a character that they'll find later on, I guess. Perfect. Excellent. So, uh, Matthew, welcome to our incredibly professional and well-rehearsed introduction. We have done this so many times, and we definitely know exactly what we're doing and are not making things up on the spot. Sounds super professional. I have some questions about my stage direction in scene three. You know, the one where it says uh, Cricket places the immovable rod. Yeah. Um, It should be followed up very closely by Exit Pursued by Owlbear. Right. I know it just says Exit Pursued by Bear, and that is actually just a typo on my part. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Got it. All right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sorry. Note to self, I actually have to use the immovable rod this time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, last we left off, our intrepid adventurers had found themselves on a beautiful, glorious passenger train, the Peterson Passenger Liner, on its way from New Republica to Olmenaeus, so that they could then transfer and get on, move on to their mission to Bleak Spire. There had been a red herring set up, saying that they were instead going to Threllis. But our intrepid adventurers find themselves on this very cozy and comfortable train at midnight as it left New Republica, explored the train, met a few people sitting in the lounge car, found their way, or at least Salem found their way into the private caboose, exiting with a very expensive bottle of Threllis wine, which consumed, with some help from some of the other folks, over a game of cards that, unfortunately, Cricket really did not come out ahead in. Feeling like they needed to take a walk, Cricket went for a walk, Salem accompanied them, and they discovered, in the forward cargo container, a big, fluffy-butted owlbear, uh, named Fluffy, and Salem befriended this owlbear, and eventually even managed to have a fantastic night cuddling up to the owlbear. Waking up the next morning, our adventurers had some breakfast in the dining car, and as they were sitting down and eating their breakfast, they looked out the window and Lonlin saw up ahead on the end of the train tracks at the end of this mile-long bridge, a rock slide. The train car slid into a e-brake, like slammed on the emergency stop as quickly as it could. Lisette, unfortunately, fell forward, spilled some hot coffee on herself, uh, feeling a little bad about the clothes that Salem had lent her. And the train itself spoke and said that they were sorry. They uh, There looked to be a rock slide and they were going to back up. And as soon as they started backing up, 
there was another rock slide on the back of the bridge. Five pteranodons landed on the train. Our adventurers rushed out and confronted these intruders. There were amazing like jumps and some powerful hold person mechanics and they saw as two of these elven raiders with beautifully perfect accents just mwah, the best italian accents you could imagine no, no it's it's not mwah, it's it's just wah wah <laughs> 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 uh, as two of those went into the cargo containers uh, cricket and longland went into the forward cargo container saw this one elf being handled fairly uh, steadily by Stone Mountain Sky, the Goliath barbarian uh, owner of Fluffy the Owlbear. And as this elf tried to flee, fired a firebolt, which Lonlin was able to block with her shield. And Salem, running to the front of the train, uh, hears chunk as these metal cages or something metal falls into place below them in the locomotive and then everyone hears a wonderful again like absolutely on point accent uh, as Waluigi the master thief announces that they are looking for something specific on this train we know it is here and if it is not if we do not have it we shall blow this train, including ourselves, to kingdom come. And that is where we left off. So, before we jump into anything, we are in the midst of combat. We are, things are flying. There is Eldritch Blast destroying Pteranodons. Lisette, you are on the top of the train, as is Salem. Can you please both make me perception checks? And Matthew, can your character please roll initiative for me? Sure. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> it is six. All right. All right. That's pretty good. We are midway through the initiative, so that actually kind of works out well. Twelve. Right. Twelve. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Perfect. Uh, both of you with a twelve and a fifteen. Oh, actually, Cricket as well. You're up top. I think even with just your passive perception, you would notice this. Um you see about 500 feet away coming around the mountain kind of in front of the train you see this big dirigible coming around coming towards you and it is black and there are like all of these ropes and stuff hanging straight down and this ship this airship that is coming towards you is flying a flag that as you look, um, Salem, can you make me a streetwise uh, roll? And Lisette, you can make me a history check for this. Yes. <laughs> um, that's an 18 for Lisette. Okay. 13 from Salem. Perfect. So you, uh, Salem, you're not absolutely certain. Um, it's a very dark flag. It's kind of piratical in its nature, but there's something specific about it. Um, but you feel like you recognize it, but you don't know exactly where. It's it's on the, like the edge of your of your mind, basically. But Lisette, with an eighteen, you see this coming around, and you know that that is a flag 
of the Order of Corruption, which you know is a it's a fairly small cult, but it's a cult that believes that the corruption that happened 47 years ago was a destined thing and a good thing, or rather at least they seek to bring it back and they love the idea of the destruction that came about from the corruption. As this comes around the corner, uh, you hear over the loudspeaker as well, you hear, oh, one more thing. Sentries, activate. Um, and that is their turn. Salem, it is now your turn. So they've just said that they're going to blow this place to kingdom come if they don't get what they're looking for, but they haven't declared what they're looking for. Exactly. Are there any threats left on top of the train? I recall there being none, but... there I mean, other than the Pteranodons, but essentially there are no more. Like, there are a couple of Pteranodons up there. There's the one that you were fighting, which has, like, one hit point left. Um, and there are... Uh, I think there are two that are still flying up from below, and there's... Uh, and there should be actually... There actually is one more kind of at that level, but it is still probably about 50 feet away from you, and it's flying. Lizette, have you got the other ones? The spiraling ones? Oh, yeah, I can probably take it. All right. Salem's going to uh, crack a quick blow towards the one they're fighting, just to ensure that they do not get back up. <laughs> Perfect. That's a 27 to hit for eight points oh, of damage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This Pteranodon falls to the ground on the train. Just a quick crack from the knuckles, and uh, then downwards and onwards, heading straight for, I suppose, the front of the train, since I imagine that's where that loudspeaker came from. Fast, yes. As fast as I can get down there. Perfect. Yeah, you're like right at the, you're right on the locomotive already. You can drop down. Um, I think as you drop down, you see that there are like these big metal doors that have slammed into place and met. Uh, so this locomotive look like it, it looks like it is fully blocked off. Well, that's kind of a problem, isn't it? Huh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look around for a second, see if I can spot Cricket. I, uh, I, yeah, Cricket was on the top, so you could definitely see them before you jumped down. Well, I, th I thought you Cricket could... came down into the train. Isn't I that... did, and then I ran right back oh, up. Oh, you ran right back up. Yeah. All right, do I see any threats, any problems down here, or just the closed off doors? Uh, just the closed-off doors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to stand there perturbed for a second and then just <laughs> rap on the doors. <laughs> Who is that? Go away. You're on our train. I think it's you that needs to leave. You, you know, we are, we are taking this train hostage, so... Well, you've done a pretty piss-poor job of it so far, in all honesty. Well... I'm the one in the locomotive, so... Yeah, but you're trapped in there, and you need to come out if you want to get the rest of the train. And you want something from the train, right? All right. You make a good point, but... And you just hear... <laughs> as they kind of like... It sounds like they're blowing a raspberry at you. Um, <laughs> okay. Feel free all to right. make an intimidation or persuasion check, though, if you would like. Uh, No, that's quite all right. Uh, Salem is just going to... <sighs> Gosh, uh, try and gather everybody else that's on the train into one place, so at least we're all in one central location. Perfect. Uh, you do know that there is, um, like, in Cargo 1, which is right behind you, uh, there is the... Uh, yeah, the all one, of the explosives. 
Well, there's all the explosive, but there is one, um, like one of the elves went in there, uh, and you heard like the owl bear attack that person. Okay, well then I'll go in there and see if I can help first before I uh, gather everybody up. Perfect. Uh, yeah, as you go in, you see that there is this Goliath holding this person just right, uh, like just having raked their heads across the bars of the cage, and the owlbear is getting ready to swing, but you can absolutely run forward. You can cover through the, di the distance to them uh, with the rest of your movement. <coughs> oh, no, 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 no. We, we need that one uh, conscious, not just alive, but conscious, please. <coughs> Fluffy, come on. Come on, Fluffy. Good, uh, good owlbear. <laughs> make an animal handling check with, with advantage. Yes. Yes. I knew my poor decisions would come back to help me. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. Uh, 19. 19. Okay, yeah. Uh, you see, like, Fluffy has their claws, like, both of them reared back, and then they look at you, uh, look towards Stone Mountain Sky, look back at you, and then drop their claws and just kind of like... <laughs> and they seem a little confused, but also, like, happy to see you. That seems like about as much as I can do in six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Perfect. Uh, next up, it is Lonlin. You are still in the uh, cargo car. You are uh, 25 feet uh, back, which means you're about uh, 40 feet from where, like, Salem and everybody is. Okay. I am going to use my movement to get closer to the metal door, so that's 30 feet. I'm going to action dash there, and I'm... I'm going to try knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah, and... you can You can definitely just, like, with that six feet, you can get right to the, like, corridor in between the cargo and that. Um, be aware, you will be running past the one, uh, like, the one person who is in here. Uh, okay. So they might get an attack of opportunity. Just let That's you know. fine. Yeah, okay. no, that's fine. They are going to take it as you run past. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they rolled a two, so that's not going to happen. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> they don't even need is the there, disadvantage. Is there like a window or something on the door? Or is it just like a big uh, metal what, door? What you see is a big metal door that came up from the bottom and came down from the top. And it looks like um, this is something that was like just slammed into place. Like it looks like this is kind of like a blast door. Uh, okay. But yeah, it does. there's no window currently. Yeah, I'm going to knock on it and say... Oh, I I have what you need right here. If you just open the door, you can you can get it. Oh my god. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say this is a persuasion check with disadvantage. Um, it's not deception. Is... <laughs> oh uh, no, that is deception. Yeah, you're right. That is absolutely <laughs> deception. Um, yeah, that is definitely deception with disadvantage because they haven't said what they need. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh, that's. Okay, um, that is uh, 22 with disadvantage. With disadvantage? Whoa. Yes, yeah. My goodness. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, Lonlin, as, uh, as you do this, you hear... What, but we haven't even... Oh, uh, are you... Did you... Oh, um... Okay, uh, and you hear them starting to like open doors and levers, which we will resolve on their turn. But uh, you definitely 
hear the sounds of them like working to like turn wheels and stuff and uh they like okay this uh this is much quicker than we expected this is good all right uh okay uh anything else you would like to do lonlin oh i guess that was action Um, that was that was it all right perfect uh next up um the one uh person in here is going to see that there are three people around them and it's just going to say it's a me a luigi we love the corruption and they are just going to look at the three of you uh including the owlbear and they're again just going to like throw a fire bolt towards the explosions towards the crates that can explode stop you don't need to do this <sighs> um I'm really sorry, but they rolled a natural 20 on their attack roll. Um, Wait, are they prone? Oh, no. <laughs> are, they, are they prone? Uh, ooh, are they prone? They were just hit, but, and they were rung for a... They, their bell was rung. I'm not certain if they were prone, oh, though. No. I can't actually remember offhand. I don't remember either. Ooh. I'm going to say with a natural 20 on that roll, I'm going to say even if they were prone, it's just a fluke of luck, and they get it. Um but they fire off this firebolt and as it is flying uh salem time slows again for you as you watch this firebolt move away from you and towards these crates that are labeled explosive um and boom the entire back of cargo one explodes in this incredibly big ball of fire Salem, can you please make a dexterity saving throw? I hope um, so. And Lizette, you are up on top of the lounge car. Can you make a dexterity Oh my god. Woo! That is fantastic. I probably needed that to survive, in all honesty, with the negative one con. Uh, I'm sorry, dexterity saving throw? Yeah. <laughs> That's a two. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of damage coming your way. It's payback for all the damage that I've done to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket just so, kind of uh, it feels really <laughs> conflicted in this moment. <laughs> uh, as Cargo One boom, explodes, the back of it explodes, and um, Lizette, you take 21 points of damage. Uh, <laughs> okay. Salem, you manage to avoid the blast entirely, and you watch as Fluffy and Stone Mountain Sky both take a fair amount of damage, but it doesn't look like they both kind of manage to duck behind crates or something. The entire cargo car has a big gaping hole in the back, and um, Matthew, you are a guest star. Can you make me a luck check, please? I want you to roll a d20 and just tell me what you get. Okay. All right. There's 11. 11. Okay. The bridge is still holding together. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, as uh, the lounge car is also badly damaged now. Um, and yeah, there are just these huge, this big explosion and the person. Oh, I forgot to roll for the actual elf. Okay. He takes a fair amount of damage. Like, he seems to just welcome. He stands in front of the explosion and opens his arms wide. Um, and 
he is looking rough, but he just cackles and says, Yes, yes, the corruption, it shall return. Um, and hey, Marcus. that is, yeah. Can I use my reaction? Uh, yeah. Um, I have a new ability. Okay. It's called Written in Blood. And I can use it as a reaction to summon a single creature with a CR less than or equal to one third of your warlock level that is a monstrosity, fiend, or aberration. You get to choose what it is. Wait, what? (laughs) And it is hostile to every creature around it. What are you doing? Oh, I love it. I love it. I need to pull up a list. Um, Like, this could be great. (laughs) You get to start the new campaign. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, So sorry. It can be aberrations, um, monstrosities, or fiends. Monstrosities or fiends. And CR two. And up to CR two. Okay. All right. Let's see who we got. Let's see who we got. Um, I can also banish it whenever I want. It just needs to make a charisma saving throw. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it depends on what it is. <laughs> How many do I have here? I got quite a lot. I'm going to roll a d100 to see which one comes up, because <laughs> I feel like that's the most fair. All right. 66. So... In that case, uh, the first, the one you summon is a spined devil. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, At least those uh, move quick. Yeah, so uh, they appear where? Anywhere within 10 feet of me. Okay. <laughs> and they're hostile to everything, including you, or everything but you? It is initially hostile to all creatures around it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, um, can you please roll initiative for your spine devil? Um, it has a plus two. That's a four. That's a four, which is um, unfortunate because that's before you. Everything's um, before me. I'm pretty sure yeah. I got a zero. You got a two. You got a two. Oh, okay, at yeah. least it was a two this time. Wow. Okay, so yeah, this explosion happens, and as the smoke clears, there is just this small winged shape standing flying or flying right in front of you, Lisette. And they look at you and they just say, you summoned me. Why? Oh, that's a a really good question. Um, I didn't really uh, mean to, Um, (laughs) but we are, you could help if you'd like. There's quite a bit of things for you to do your devil stuff on, as you can clearly see around you. And they, they look down, and they look at you standing on the roof of this broken train car, and they laugh. <laughs> uh, and with that, um, we are going to go back to uh, the other swashbuckler. They are doing something coming out of the front of Cargo 2. You didn't actually see anything as you were running through Cargo 2, but coming out of Cargo 2, the train is rocked by this explosion, and Matthew... Who do we see coming out of Cargo 2? Yeah, uh, you guys will see a Goliath who looks like she was set in the sun for too long. Just sort of melted a bit. Um, And yeah, she's got sort of bulging eyes and she's about seven feet tall and she's wearing sort of a green dress. And um, 
She'll guess. She'll look out of the door and say, "I'm sorry. What's going on here?" <laughs> I yeah. You say that. Um, I think uh, where you are, um, there's enough that's going on. You can definitely see smoke billowing from up front of the train, and you hear someone running along the roof. Um, a few train cars ahead. Um, with your Goliath height, you can basically just stand on your tiptoes, and you see a half-elven, like, well-suited person uh, running, like, booking it towards the back of the train. Uh, Cricket, you see this, like, the top of this Goliath head poking above. Uh, who And you just managed to hear them ask, what's going on? Uh, well, uh, you see, there's um, a lot of uh, uh, stuff going on. We're getting attacked by the, the corrupt people things. I, actually, I don't know if I know that. Um, regardless, if you're good in a fight, we want to have you. Uh, <laughs> you look big. You look strong. Uh, is it my turn, Marcus? Or It is. It is your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start chasing after that uh, one who was running away. I'm going to uh, click my boots together you know, and just... Try and leap and try and grab them. Wait, do you also have good boots? <laughs> Are oh, you a jumper yeah. as too? A little bit. Oh, we're going to be best friends here. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start run down and bonus action rage, and I'm going to leap and try and grapple this person. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, you can just see uh, there is someone who, like, had gone into, uh, like, the cargo car, and you actually see they've just popped out kind of in between uh, uh, they're kind of poking out in the middle of sleeper car one and you can just see them and I think with that you can jump up and just get to them uh, as yeah this elf looks like pokes their head out looks and sees you coming and tries to duck their head back down but feel free to grab to roll an attack right. or do whatever you would like it's athletics check isn't it and advantage it so yep. yeah that's gonna be a 30. <laughs> okay there's i mean unless this person rolls a natural 20 which they do not there's absolutely no way that they can make a 30 so you you definitely managed to grab this person and then are you doing your uh your thing yeah i'm gonna grab right. him by the shoulders and pull him close to be like right in front of my face and be like oh you shouldn't be here and i'm gonna try and dismember them wait yeah, what you are yeah yeah you are <laughs> um so they rolled um uh, they rolled a 15. Okay, it's only a 21. Okay, so you don't manage to fully dismember them, yeah. but you do, like, grab onto their arms yeah. and start just... And they do take yeah. half the damage you do. Yeah, so that's 15, so that's 24 damage, half, so 12. 12. What are okay. you doing? <laughs> Someone okay. shouldn't belong here. Awesome. As you grab this person, uh, you just like grab their shoulders, pull them up out of the hatch from the sleeper car and just start like pulling on them. And they just say, oh, no. Ah! Um, but they're just kind of squirming and you can't get a perfect grip. You can't really get your fingers in to like really pull their arm off. Um, Someone should behave. <laughs> uh, perfect. And uh with that, the Spined Devil is now going to go. Um, the Spined Devil is going to make a quick little roll. Okay. Uh, Lizette, can you say odd or even? 
Oh, odd. <laughs> okay. Uh, with that, the spiny devil looks at you, uh, laughs at the destruction that is happening, and takes off, flying directly towards Cricket. Uh, so they fly 40 feet towards Cricket. They're not quite up in range with uh, with Cricket, but this thing says, I am here, and I am your destruction. Uh, and they are going to make a tailspine attack at you, which is going to miss with 13 uh, <laughs> as this tailspine. Cricket, you just feel this like, as this like bony like point just flies past your head. I feel like this is some sort of uh, weird um, coincidence again. Um, okay. Why am I always talking about my team? Uh, yeah, uh, Lizette, it is now your turn. Okay. Um, so, so this thing is like 40 feet away from me? The, it my, is 40 the feet thing away. That I summoned? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to like start trying to run after him. No, 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 no. Okay. I can banish you whenever I want. So you're going to attack the things that are attacking us. He is off limits. So sorry, Cricket. This, it keeps happening. I swear to God, it's nothing to do with you personally. I think you're a very lovely chap. Devil, do the the flying things or the elves, not this one. (laughs) Uh, The spine devil will look at you. Uh, and can you make me a persuasion check? I would say with advantage, because you you can unsummon this thing whenever. Would that be persuasion or intimidation? <laughs> uh, I would, you know what, whichever you would like. Well, they're the same. Uh, so <laughs> that is a 25. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, the, tw- the spine devil looks back towards you. Mistress, I am sorry. I did not know that this was a friend. You should be. And then they turn towards the uh, the pteranodons and just say, Imposters on the wing, meet your doom. Um, and you still have an action. All right. I'm going to use Eldritch Blast on one of the pteranodons. Perfect. <laughs> why not? Actually, I'll use, <laughs> um, how many are there still up? Uh, there are two flying up from below, which are by this point pretty much they're almost level with the bottom of the train. Um, and there's one that is circling around the front of the train, but it's about 50 feet off to the side um, and about 100 feet forward of you. But you could just hit it with Eldritch Blast if you wanted. Okay, I'll hit that one with the two bolts that I have. Okay. Um, first bolt is a 16. 16 definitely hits. And the second one is a 17. Okay, yeah. Uh, both definitely hit. Okay. That is a total of... Oh, jeez, I forgot that math is hard. That's 20 <laughs> points of damage. Oh my god, yeah. This uh, pteranodon flying around looks like they are waiting for some sort of signal. Uh just out of nowhere this inky blackness like a cloud emanates from you surrounds this pteranodon and you watch as their body shrivels and their wings uh the skin in between the wings uh cracks and dries out and this pteranodon uh lets out this uh, and you watch as they begin to just 
fall down towards the river bottom. And as you watch, you see words and glyphs appearing all over their skin, all over their scales as they fall down, 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 dead. Uh, and Cricket, it's your turn. I'm going to look towards the bulging-eyed Goliath lady. Um, quick question. Is it like a sundress that you're wearing or... <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Okay, cool. I was, that's what I was in my in my head. I just wanted to, to confirm. Um, you're kind of crazy. Uh, I like your spunk, though. Um, you got this one. Uh, was there another uh, few elves uh, that were going deeper into the um, uh, the caboose of the cargo too, or was it just that one elf we saw? It was just the one elf that you saw, but what you did hear as well is Waluigi activate. He said something about sentries activate or something. Okay, um, and I'm just above sleeper car one, correct? Yeah, I think, yeah, I can't remember exactly where you were. You might have been on commuter car or something. I, anyway, you're on sleeper car one. Okay. It's fine. Okay, cool. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I was just really fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh, poke my head into sleeper car one. Uh, are the people in there safe? Uh, you poke your head in and you see like this family of uh, gnomes just, nah, nah, uh, please don't hurt us. We're, we're just traveling to Omenaeus. We're going on a family vacation. We don't have anything. I promise. That, that's all I see. I don't see anyone uh, antagonizing them. You don't see anybody antagonizing the people in Supercar 1, no. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to... I don't see anyone. Cricket's not good at making decisions. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to shout out, Lizette, you, you, you're you smart. What do I do? <laughs> Just start hitting something. They're so far in the sky. I have, I have swords. Um, I'll Throw check one. Sorry? Throw one. I, I'm not throwing these guys. I like them. I've named them. Um, I'm going to charge towards uh, where um, uh, sleep card number two is, I guess. Uh, that's a fair distance away. Just to try and see if anyone's antagonizing them. I just want to try and figure out how to save the people here. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I think with your movement, your dash and everything, you can just get to kind of in between sleeper card one and sleeper card two. Um, and... I think you jump down and you look through the window in between the two cars and you see, well, it's hard to know what you see at first. You see like luggage that seems to have formed into some sort of creature, some sort of automaton. This like, it's like a suitcase and there's like an umbrella as a leg. Um, and you just see like this pile of luggage um, with like a single like frilly handbag as where the head would be. Um, and it is just like pushing uh, some people uh, towards the uh, towards the door where you're standing in between those two. <clears throat> you're not going to get past me, you little thing. <laughs> and that's my turn. Perfect. Um, awesome. As your turn finishes, uh, Lonlin, in front of you, the, uh, the blast doors open up and you see standing in front of you this, like, tall, lanky, elven man with a big, long, like, weirdly pokey mustache. Um, he's wearing purple, uh, with, like, workman's, like, train coveralls or overalls over top. 
and he just says, you have my atom. Give it to me, please. And then we'll actually just hold his hand out um, and say, my atom, please, now. And that is his turn. But you can say something if you would like. I, I was going to ask, can I just take his hand in my hand? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to burn your reaction, I would say you can take his hand in your hand for sure. Yeah, uh, I will do that. Perfect. Uh, Salem, you see behind you um, this uh, these blast doors open. This purple-clothed uh, person steps out and um, you see... Uh, the elf that had ex- made, that had caused this explosion is standing in front of you and just laughing with like a mad glint in his eyes. And I see that the one that stepped out, Lonlin's got his hand, yeah. Yes, indeed. Ah, uh, you really shouldn't have done that. God. <laughs> um. Shit. Salem's gonna go after the elf that caused the explosion and try and knock him out. Okay. Perfect. And I've got a twenty-six to hit for six points of damage. Okay, yeah. And we'll do a... uh, Just an extra attack, since I don't have a flurry of blows for key points right now. 26 to hit again for 12 points of damage this time. Oh, oh, 12 points of damage, my god. Uh, As you... Bam, bam, bam! uh, This elf, who is just laughing uproariously about the explosion, uh, you come in... Kabam, kabam, kabam. And with your, like, second hit, this elf crumples to the ground with a grin on their face. Right, that's a problem dealt with. Uh, Salem's going to duck out of the, the car, I guess, into the gaps between them, and uh, look at the bridge and the condition of the bridge. Uh, yeah, so you can run forward. You can get, like, you can't quite get to the gap in between, but you can definitely, like, with the amount of explosion, you can see that, like, there are train tracks below you, and the bridge, like, is charred, and there are places where it looks like it almost collapsed, but things are still holding together. It looks like it may not be the best idea to stay on the bridge or cause another explosion right here, but the bridge currently is holding together, for sure. Lonlin, if we could get this train rolling again sooner rather than later, that'd be preferable. And that's Salem's turn. Perfect. And Lonlin, Salem asks you to get the train rolling. And you have this person's hand in your hand. Yeah, one second. (laughs) And um, I imagine she's like, has her like shield hand holding his. So I'm going to shank him with my sword of the other one. Oh my God, Lonlin. Lonlin. Wow. Uh, what? It's non-lethal. You're gonna, okay. Oh, you're no. I'm sorry. You're not shanking someone <laughs> non-lethally. I'm sorry. That's not happening. <laughs> Bludgeoning damage, I think, is fine to say non-lethal. But shanking someone with your sword—if you do enough damage, you're killing this person. I'm just. Uh, but, I'm just gonna shank. There's like a joint. No, no, like made arteries. I'm just, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna shank something that's not an important blood vein. Just a little, just a little shank. Um, that's a twelve to hit. Yeah. Oh, uh, you go to, like, shank this person, and uh, you, as you're doing so, they look down, move to the side, and say, You are a liar! No, no, I'm just, I'm getting it out right now, and I'm gonna shank them again. (laughs) 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 What are these rolls? It's a 15. A 15? Um, 
Oh, Jeff misses as you go. I'm inspiring that. No. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's a one. Oh. <laughs> I can't do this. Uh, um, I, think, I think actually, like honestly, Lonlin, Lonlin can't do this. Like this feels like really bad to just pretend to do something and then to stab someone. Like I think what what is causing you difficulty is your inter- like your own internal compass, your moral oh compass. No. Uh, I'm really trying, Salem. Um, <laughs> I don't have a bonus action, so I'm just gonna hold his hand. <laughs> uh, he looks down and says, "I do not like you." Uh, but it is now the other people's go and. Salem, beside you, you watch as a pile of boxes like stands up. Oh, I forgot to add in. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, These guys were supposed to go. Before the boxes animate, it is actually uh, the Owlbear and Stone Mountain Sky. And I think Stone Mountain Sky, seeing what is going on, uh, is just going to whistle at... Uh, the owlbear. The owlbear is actually going to go and join you, Salem. And then Stone Mountain Sky is going to run forward. Uh, and while Lonlin has this person's hand in their hand, Stone Mountain Sky is going to make a couple of attacks on Waluigi. Which, by the way, to avoid copyright issues, is an elven name, so it's spelled W-A apostrophe L-U-I Waluigi. Yeah, exactly. Waluigi. And I assume the Luigi was Luigi? Exactly. It was like it was like L L like E W um, I apostrophe like G I. Uh, yes. I've heard of these these famous Uigi corruption cultists. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, the Stone Mountain guy runs forward and uh, just with his bare hands, kabam kabam, uh, punches uh, this Waluigi uh, right in the face. He deals, oh, come on, where did I put you? I put you over here. And now let's do some damage with an unarmed attack. But he's a monk, so he rolls a d6. Ooh, he did not do very well, actually. Oh, but he is raging, so he does 9 points on the first one and 10 on the second. So he does 19 points of damage uh, as, uh, like, just runs forward and says, Bad man. That is their turn. Now, beside you, Salem, there are this pile of boxes animates. It's kind of like you watch as one of the crates itself kind of like opens and splits. And it's like a little bit of a like a transformer kind of thing. And other boxes join onto it um, as this weird constructed golem appears in front of you and takes a swing at you. Oh, wow. Um, They rolled a natural one. Salem, I'm going to give you an option. Do they fall into a still burning pile of fire or do they try to swing at you, take a step and fall out of the train? Oh, man. Uh, The train. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, this like big crate sentinel thing uh, lumbers towards you and like begins to take a swing at you and uh, as they step, uh, just the planks underneath their foot collapse and this thing ah, 
except without any noise because it's just a construct uh just falls away from you and you watch as it plummets down hits the train tracks and then just falls out of the train salem's going to turn and just pat fluffy on the head (laughs) well my good luck charm you are apparently that is lucky um the person in your arms matt yes um madame porridge uh this person is going to try to break your grapple is going to try to escape so contested oh that was another 19 so 30 oh my god this i mean they rolled well but they didn't roll that well um lord uh as they they're like what are you doing this this hurts Uh, i'm just i just want to corrupt the world why are you so mean um and they're just like struggling to try to get up but they can't do anything uh and now it is your turn i will keep pulling all right yeah Ooh, that's an 18, so 29. Uh, yeah, and 23, like a good oh, roll. Wow, good roll. But, uh, Still not enough. Do you have like expertise or something? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 7, 9, 15, 17. Okay, uh, you still have another attack. Do it again. Oh my god. Uh, 27? 18. Oh. oh my God. They're only managing to hold on because they have a plus 8 to acrobatics as they're yeah. just like wiggling and trying to avoid this. So that is 19. I mean, pretty intense as you're just like grabbing this person and like pulling on their arms. Uh, I'm getting frustrated with them. Um, <laughs> can I, I... I sent you the items I was getting before, so can yeah. I bonus action with the ring of jumping, cast jump, and jump up in the air with them? <laughs> um, you are a goliath. You count as one size larger. Yeah. Um, and with the grapple, you can move a creature half your speed, but yeah. with the ring of jumping, yeah, you can definitely jump with this person straight <laughs> up into the, the train! air. <laughs> so with the jump uh, spell and the boots, without a running start, I think I can go about 46 feet off the ground. i was the jump man yeah (laughs) you watch as this goliath jumps onto the train grabs this person tries like and then just like rockets into the air uh and then what would you like to do while you're up in the air uh can i just say oh you're no fun and then i'll throw him off uh the train (laughs) yeah i'm gonna say um this is one final like yeah uh, uh, athletics check or acrobatics check to hold for hit you to throw him versus this person to hold on to you is what okay. they're going to try to do now. That's another 19, so 30. I mean, 18 now. So, uh, yeah, you jump into the air and just like throw this person and they say, oh no, this is not so good. Uh, and they just start flying off the train. Amazing. Um, and then, yeah, you land back on the top of the train. Do I have any movement left or no? Uh, I would say with a 40 foot, 46 foot, oh, I guess. Uh, uh, can I head back to where I hear any other other commotion going on? Uh, yeah, so right below you, actually, there's like the hatch that they jump out, that they pop their head out of. Um, you can hear like kind of like scared voices and just like rustling of some sort of creature. Oh, which should have gone with... Oh, well, they'll, they're will they just continuing to move people forward. But 
Um, oh, you can oh, you can definitely see like uh, or you can in that hatch you can hear the, you can see this like pile of luggage just animated. Okay. Um, um, if I have enough movement, I'll just jump down the hatch, and that'll be my turn. Perfect. As you jump into the hatch, uh, this thing is actually going to make an attack on you as you enter its area. Okay. Oh, it only rolled a two. So uh, you jump in, and even with its bonus, it's under ten. Um, so this thing, like, you see one of the umbrellas that is, like, forming its arm just opens up in your face. Um, but it's more of an annoyance than an actually sort of, like, any damage or anything. Oh, Volga. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the spiny devil is going to go, is going to go after one of the pteranodons that is uh, there, and flies to the pteranodon, and uh, it's going to make two attacks with. Uh, it's going to try to bite and also like stab this pteranodon. Uh, miss. Ooh, nineteen plus two, uh, so twenty-one on the fork. Uh, it does six points of piercing damage to the pteranodon. Uh, as one of the Tranodons, uh, the one to the left of the train looks kind of rough. As they stab towards this, they look back towards Lisette and say, Mistress, is this a target that is valuable to you? Oh, um, yeah, sure. Just, just keep doing that. That's, that's good. Yes, and it is your turn. Okay, I'm go. Uh, so I'm still on top of the train. Yes, you are. Um... I'm going to just do a little Eldritch Blast again on the, the any Tyranodon that is up still. Okay. Perfect. There are the, just the two off to the side here. There's the one that the Spiny Devil is attacking, and there's one on the other side of the train. I'll do the other one on the other side of the train. Um, 20 with the first bolt. 30-20. 30-20. 30-20. Dirty twenty, haha! And Ooh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Hey. Um, and then uh, just an eighteen with the second bolt. Just an eighteen with the second bolt. I mean, both of those hit. Fantastic. Uh, first bolt is twelve damage. Second one is nine. So this pteranodon again, almost exactly the same way as what happened before. You watch as this pteranodon's body withers and desiccates and becomes mummified and tattooed all over with this incredibly dense script as this one, without a cry, plummets down towards the river below. It's quite uneventful. All right. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to hop down. I'm on, am I on train car one or sleeper car you one? Are, uh, I think you were, you were on the lounge car. Oh, I was on the lounge but, car. Uh, okay, I'll just hop inside the lounge car then. If you would like to say that you were like on the commuter car or on sleeper car one, I'm okay with you kind of fudging it a little bit. I'll just go back into the lounge car. Perfect. Uh, the as, you... <laughs> as you go into the lounge car, it's very easy to get in there because like the front half or the front like five feet of the lounge car is just gone. Uh, there's just a big gaping hole that you can jump down into. Um, as like as you do you see like a few people like recoil and scream um but you see that the little uh kid that you'd seen earlier is like standing in front of everybody um and it's like in like a fighter pose uh and as you jump down you just hear them say who are you and 
what are you doing? Are, are, are you a good or are you a bad? And they like put up their fists. Uh, and you see in one hand, they've got their like owlbear, owlbear stuffy. Um, and they're just like, are you a good or are you a bad? I'm going to tell you a secret, kid. No one's really good or bad. Morality is just a curve that happens and one day we'll all die anyway. So really, it doesn't really matter. But I'm not going to hurt you. So why don't you just take a step back there? <laughs> you watch as this kid, like their eyes go like wide and they're like, that makes so much sense. Um, He's and they like... <laughs> Uh, and they like say, "Oh, come on in, come on in! Uh, I'll, don't stand behind me, and I'll protect you from these these evil people." All right, then I guess. All right, uh, and cricket, it is now your turn. <clears throat> um, seeing this construct uh, in front of me, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like, look towards the people. It's, I guess it's corralling, and I say, "Don't worry, I- I'm here. I, I-, I got this." Um, and I'm going to leap towards this thing as I begin to uh, make a few attacks against it. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, as you leap towards this thing, um, it's already used its attack. It's already used its reaction. So, uh, yeah, you just leap towards this thing. You kind of like move past these people, leap over a few people to get right up in this thing's uh, face um, or this thing's handbag, I guess, as the case may be. And you get towards you, and it has just, like, tried to, like, umbrella the Goliath who jumped down. And uh, you kind of catch this thing uh, with its back to you. Perfect. I like your jumping style. Let me show you mine. Uh, and I'm just <laughs> going to kind of, like, like jump around the uh, the cart, uh, slashing at its, like, <laughs> blind spots if it has any. Um, but I will make three attacks against this guy thing. Perfect. Uh, 21 on the first hit. Uh, nope, that's a nine on the second hit. <laughs> uh, third hit will be a nineteen. Uh, yeah, those two will definitely hit. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to use uh, my last bardic inspiration for uh, uh, my defense uh, thing. Um, so I will gain an increased AC off the first attack. All right. Uh, that's a very sad one I got. <laughs> uh, that being said, I still am going to be doing 11 slashing damage on the first hit. Okay. And on the second hit, I'm going to be, ooh, uh, max damage, uh, 12, uh, on the second hit. 12 on the second hit. Wow. Okay. Um, and are your weapon attacks magical? Uh, probably not. All right. Uh, good to know. Um, as you slash in... Uh, you bring your sword through and you like skewer kind of through what you think would be a joint of this thing uh, where like two pieces of luggage are joined together. Your sword goes right through and the luggage just like falls to the ground and then kind of like it all shifts around and ripples and what had fallen to the ground becomes a leg and the leg moves up and becomes the arm. Oh, I'm useless. Okay. (laughs) Uh, As this thing just looks towards you. Uh, Lizette! <laughs> Lizette! <laughs> Please, I need to help! Uh, when you add defensive flourish, it doesn't, like, add magic to it. It just adds... Increases the damage dealt, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Next. Any bonus actions, I guess? Uh, that I used a uh, oh, bonus action yeah. for a third attack. Yeah, you're right. 
uh, all right. Next up, um, it is Waluigi is going to look at you holding their hand, Lonlin, uh, and it's going to just, uh, like, say, you try to shiv me, I shall instead shiv you. Uh, and it's going to just make two, uh, or no, sorry, three short sword attacks. Okay, since my shielded hand is holding his, I'm assuming my shield isn't in use right now. I mean, unless you want a free, I would say free action, you could drop it. Um, I know, right. I'm holding on to him. All right, perfect. Uh, he got a 25 on the first hit to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, 16, no, sorry, 18, 18 to hit. Ooh, okay. Oh, 18 to hit, yes, that hits. Okay, and then a natural 20. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> this, uh, he like holds tight onto your hand pulls out a short sword from his side and just starts stabbing up into your armor. You're, you're really good with the sword. <laughs> I'm bleeding. <laughs> uh, you take 24 points of damage, all total, as uh, he just uh, stabs into you. Um, okay. <laughs> and says, you do not have the thing I seek. I can tell because you would have given it to me already. I believe you that much. Um, no, I, I was in building suspense. <laughs> Perfect. Ooh, they can't take any of their cunning actions because you are holding onto their hand. Uh, so that's kind of like, they didn't resist. I'm going to say that's a free grapple that I gave you. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, they can't take any di any disengage or anything. Uh, that is Waluigi's turn. Um, Salem, it is now your turn. And I've just been watching people fall over the side uh, for the past minute or so as, yeah. as they get tossed past me, <laughs> just just casually stroking Fluffy's head. Uh, <laughs> and Salem will turn towards Wa Luigi. Sorry, sorry. Wait, wait was it Wa Wa Luigi? That's what it was. Uh, yeah. It was W A L or W A apostrophe L U I apostrophe G I I. God, that's Wa a lot. Wa Luigi. <laughs> All right, I will turn towards Waluigi, uh, and Salem will uh, step smoothly on past Lizette and Waluigi, uh, <laughs> towards the engine car. Yeah, you can do that. Um, as you move past into the engine car, it's like tight quarters. It's hard to get past, like Lonlin, this master thief, uh, who, or at least the self-styled master thief. Salem's, Salem's going to quicken out a mirror image. Oh, okay. Just to make sure that they've got some uninterrupted time with the engine. All right. Uh, you quicken out a mirror image. Uh, he does take an attack of opportunity as you move past. Um, but uh, can you roll to see if he hits one of your mirror images? Or do I roll? Or uh, I think you roll. Yeah, d20. d20. Uh, 15. Uh, that's definitely going to hit a duplicate. Okay, perfect. In that case... Um, uh, yeah, one of your duplicates, uh, he rolled a 19 uh, to hit. Yeah, that's so, it. It's gone. Yeah, one of your duplicates is gone, um, but you managed to just squeeze past. And as you enter this train car, it, I mean, you may not be super familiar with train cars, but usually there are like seats. Like you would assume that there would be seats and you would assume that there would be like windows facing the, for the front. Um, all you see are windows on the side and like kind of like a work area for like a service station. Um, but uh, you, as you enter in, you just hear, 
Oh, hello, another visitor. I'm Pete. Welcome. Salem's going to square off their cap and nod towards the locomotive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A pleasure to meet you, Pete. Is there a reason we've stopped moving? Yes, there's rock slides in front of us and behind us. Can you drive through the rock slide? That's not normal protocol, but it doesn't seem like we're following normal protocol right now anyway. Uh, make me a persuasion check. Can I... Uh, I feel like... Uh, well, I can't. Never mind. This is entirely... Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I was going to say, I've got... Uh, I've got vehicles automobiles and i feel like that's that's close enough uh but i've got a 20 they're dirty 20. dirty 20. oh it's dirty 20. uh yeah uh you hear pete say all right i shall attempt to drive forward um and Salem's going to, to, to look for the voice box that uh, the Luigi was using earlier. Perfect. Yeah, you see it. It is um, there's just like this old school like brass horn going into the wall with like a big button that just has like yeah, like it's like someone. It's like the button has like teeth on the top and the bottom. Like that's like a mouth, and you if you press it, you hear that. Salem's going to press it. Lean in close and speak through the voice box. Good afternoon, everyone. This is your captain speaking. I will request that you hold on to whatever thing you've got nearest, preferably a part of the train. Things are about to get a little bit rocky. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, as this train begins moving, uh, Salem, can you please make me a luck check? Uh, and I'm going to say you're going to want... Um, on just a straight roll on a d20, you want to roll above 11. Oh, gosh. All right. I did not. Okay. Uh, the train starts to pick up speed, and it actually picks up speed more quickly than you might expect because it is only two cars, wide, two cars long now. It uh -oh. is only the locomotive and the half of Cargo 1 as the explosion destroyed the connector in between and uh, everyone who is in like the lounge car, Lisette, you can look be look behind you as the train starts just like pulling away. Um, and you're where you are. It just stays perfectly still. Lonlin, uh, you feel the train start moving underneath your feet after Salem runs oh. past. Okay. <laughs> and can I see that? Um... Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> you do have Luigi's hand in your hand still. Great. It's <laughs> <laughs> just what I want. Uh, I mean, you can definitely look back and see that the like lounge car is getting farther and farther away. Okay, and I don't really know where other people are other than Salem, right? Uh, other than Salem, you don't really... I mean, you can see Lisette in the lounge car. There's just a big gaping hole and you can see Lisette. Oh my god, okay. Um, I'm gonna try and shank this guy again. I'm gonna <laughs> get him on the ground. Non-lethally. Okay, that's a nat 20, thank god. Okay. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Fight yeah. this man to non-death. You can do it. 
Um, okay, Ew, that's not good. So that is 12 points of slashing damage. That's, uh, I rolled a four and a two. That's, oh. and then added my modifier. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm not going to smite him. And he's still up, I'm assuming. Uh, he is indeed still up. And as the train starts pulling away and you stab him, he just says, No, what are you doing? We need to go back for it. Um, but, no, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go in a second and I'm going to shank him again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Oh, I got it. That's a three on the die. Oh my god. Wow. Love it. Again, wow. like, he just like shanked you and I think you got like one out of that. And then you realize like, <laughs> it just feels wrong to shank someone you're trying to like convince of like not harming people or like that you're on their side or something like it just feels wrong <laughs> anyways i'm gonna try and drag him to near the end of the the cargo one hold with me perfect like yeah. I, i'm just gonna use half my movement I, I i don't know if that's contested strength or something but i'm uh, gonna try and drag him with me yeah i think i think you like you can drag him for sure he uh uh, you only managed to get about 15 feet into the cargo, but you're only about 15 feet or f- about 20 feet away from like the hole where the floor just falls away. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm going to look back to Salem and saying, I need some help. I don't know what it is. I just, I can't do this. London, I believe fully in you. I've got kind of a train problem right now. <laughs> but what about, like, I'm, I'm, what about Lisette? I'm going to point to Lisette. It's my sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Salem, it is getting farther and farther away as the train picks up speed. Oh wait, uh, what? Salem's not <laughs> particularly perceptive. Oh, <laughs> cricket! Cricket the rod! <laughs> well, I'm really far away from you. You cricket is really far away. Can uh, I make a con check to see if I can shout to cricket? I'm not uh, very loud, but maybe I can get it. Sure. Yeah, I would allow that. Thank you. I'm going to use a uh, human determination on this one. <laughs> Saying it before I roll. Got a 18. Yes. 18. Yeah. A cricket. You hear like from really far away, you hear Salem's voice calling your name and asking for the rod. So I need to get from sleeper car two or one yeah. all the yep. way <laughs> to the other side of the train. And then easy. Some. Yep. So easy. That's over 200 feet. <laughs> you could do it, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really wish was, I had level fourth level spells. Yeah, and uh, uh, Stone is going to make a couple of attacks on the uh, on like just going to follow behind Lonlin, and they're just like it looks like they are mad. This Stone Mountain Sky just looks mad. Um, hits and hits um, and deals. Ooh. Wow. Uh, plus 14. Uh, 24 points of damage as uh, this guy, like wah, Luigi, now looks incredibly rough. Um, looks really, really rough. Is not doing very well as Stone Mountain Sky just comes over. Bam, bam. Uh, and then now, Salem, do you think Fluffy followed you or do you think, I mean, Fluffy will do whatever you would like? Uh, well, Fluffy's probably with me then, yeah. Salem's not pushed them away or anything, and I mean, I, I'm pretty convinced that the only reason that I rolled that 18 and that dirty 20 were because Fluffy was present. 
Perfect. All right. Yeah. My good luck owlbear. <laughs> so the good luck owlbear is just looking around at like the three Salem's now. Um, there's like the one and then there's the other two. And just kind of like as one of them like passes past, you just see Fluffy just like. Hmm. And then like another one passes past. Hmm. And then like kind of like puts their nose like right into your head. Um, as if like they were like expecting to just like it to be invisible. Uh, and then just like. Uh, and like has identified you, I think, um, just based on smell. Uh, and is very happy. And that's Fluffy's turn. Madam uh, Porridge, it is your turn. Um, okay, so am I, in, am I in the back half of the train or the front half of the train? You are in the back half. Okay. Um, yeah, you are in like, uh, you're in sleeper car number two with uh, with Cricket. Right. Do I see the person who animated the boxes in here or no? Uh, you do not. Um, okay. But you do remember hearing Waluigi say something about sentries activate. Got it. Okay. Um, and how far away is the back half of the train and the front half of the train currently? Currently, they're probably only about like 40 feet apart. Like it's only just picking up speed. Um, okay. Um, yeah. But you are probably about 200 feet away from where that is. Is there any sort of cliffside or is, of this train? Like, are we on the side of a mountain or is it like open uh, on both sides? It is open on both sides. It is a, um, you're on the middle of a bridge. Hmm. Okay. And uh, is this bridge just tracks going across or is there actual platforms that would support the train? Uh, like, uh, you mean like, like a walkway or something? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it yeah, yeah. completely solid or is it one of those like old fashioned ones where it's like only the train slots actually have a connector apart from it? Oh yeah. I mean, I was definitely imagining like, yeah, I just like the styles with the train on top of the train tracks on top of it. But I think like it definitely makes sense for there to be one like pathway along for the, uh, like, maintenance people to walk along. Fair enough. Sure. Um, okay. Uh, she's gonna run up to Cricket and say, do you trust me? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm a pretty trusting person. Before he finishes his sentence, I'm grabbing him and jumping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, a horizontal long jump. I would probably have to do, like, 10 feet of movement to do that, but it's 180 feet horizontally. Oh, my God. Uh, that is insane. Um, just before you do that, though, this thing, as you leave its threatened area, is yep. going to try, like, is going to try to like open a valise just on your ankle. Um, mm, okay. It got a twelve plus six, eighteen. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, as this valise grabs onto your ankle, you grab Cricket, and then unfortunately, you cannot move as this thing has stopped you in your tracks. Okay. Um, could I use one of my attacks then to try and break it? Yes, you may. Okay. Uh, so that is a 25. Oh, yeah, easily. This valise like snaps around your ankle and I think you just like muscle through and just, the like, flex my ankle away. and it just shatters. Yeah. <laughs> you flex your ankle. That is amazing. Yep. Yeah. You flex your ankle. The valise shatters. And now you can like absolutely move away as this thing tried to stop you, but you just right, grab trinket and try and leap the 180 feet. Oh my Wait, God. What? All right. <laughs> All right. Let me take a look. So, uh, 30, 75, 105, uh, 
you can basically get to the front of commuter car one with like a 180 foot jump. Sweet. I will Is that do okay? That. Is that how we're going to be ruling that? Because, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like jump spell, boots of striding and springing. Um, yeah, I'm going to. 20 with being ten, uh, seven feet tall. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. Then I can get there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rule it like it's I mean it's much cooler to say that you guys can get there otherwise you're like two people way at the back of the train um, yep. so yeah you are able to jump uh, to right beside commuter car one just at the very front of it alright I um, will let go of Trinket and do I have my second action second attack action you would have another attack action yeah okay, throw me but <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna look at you and like whisper you can do it I believe in you I All right, I will throw cricket like a bullet, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, make an athletics check. Sure. I'm going to like try and like position myself so I'm as aerodynamic as possible. <laughs> I'm, I'm a gymnast. I can do that. 28. Yeah. Oh, my God. 28. My God. Um, it was almost a nat 20. I had a, a yeah. two that almost hit a 20. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, with a uh, 28, I think cricket... Uh, you are able to get halfway along the lounge bar, the lounge car, either like beside it or on top of it, whichever you would prefer. I'll, I think like I'll go on top of it. All right, yeah, you get like this uh, Goliath you just met runs forward, like breaks a valise that tried to grab them, jumps like an ungodly distance forward, uh, and then like mid air throws you, and you land like. Right on the halfway mark of the lounge car, Lizette, you hear, like, out behind you, behind you in the train, you hear thunk thunk as something heavy lands on the ground, and then boom, something lands on top of the roof as well. Your spine devil, Lizette, is uh, gonna just um, finish off the the tranodon that is there, um, and then this spine devil flies down uh, and lands like in the opening like where the connector used to be uh there's just like a jut of wood and lands there and like crouches down and looks towards you and people in the lounge car scream as this devil appears um and this devil looks to you uh and in infernal um says mistress next i kill whom uh and it is your turn um that's gonna like casually stride forward um, first, first of all, can you all just stop screaming for like two seconds? Seriously, <laughs> Jesus! All right, um, devil thing. So, uh, so the car that I'm in isn't moving, right? That other half is moving. Yeah, the car you're in is not moving. You're watching as the front of the train is pulling away. Okay, um, go after the the moving part of the train, and um, there's there's going to be a person there. Their name is Salem. They're quite lovely, very well dressed. Uh, do whatever they tell you to. Yes, Salem is my new target. Yes. <laughs> no, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you heard him. No, no, listen to them. Listen to them scream, yes. I shall no. listen to them scream and cherish it. Yes, this shall be the scream that ends the world. All right, if you don't start listening to me in like two seconds, I will banish you to whatever hellhole you came from. Uh, make an intimidation check for me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> 
That is a... Oh, God. Math, 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 math. 24? Yeah, 24. <laughs> 24. Uh, you you watch as, like, they whimper. <laughs> no, no, please. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm happy here. Don't don't send me back. I'm just, like, you know, I got, a, like, a persona to put on. But uh, I shall listen to you. Mistress, I shall listen to you in whatever you request. But please don't send me back. Um, uh, and it is your turn. Uh, you have spoken to your spiny devil. You've given them a command. You do have an, an action left to take if you would like. Um, I'm going to exit the car. Is Cricket yeah. on top of the car? Yeah, Cricket. Uh, I think like with the amount of damage that the lounge car sustained, you see um, Cricket has just landed in another like superhero three-point landing uh, on the top of the train car above you. Cricket? Yeah? Where did you come from? I don't know anymore. Everything's a blur. I, I've <laughs> lost consciousness at multiple times in this journey. Um, but I was further over there, deeper into the train. Uh, Alright. All Fair. Um, is, is there anything left to burn? Yeah. There's a, a, a giant thing of books and handbags and umbrellas. Oh, books. Fantastic. All right. Uh, and where is that? Uh, uh, somewhere near the uh, the people. <laughs> Great. Uh, extremely good directions. Thank you. You're um, welcome. And I'm going to, to try to head towards whatever this thing is. Perfect. Um, I think, yeah, you can basically use your movement and your dash action to get to kind of the end of the lounge car. Okay. Um, and you can kind of get into the passageway there. Um, and I think just like you run forward and in the commuter car itself, you see another two of these like piles of luggage that have just animated. Um, and there's like one that, um, is like quite, there's one that's bigger than the other one. Um, and the big one is made of like this, like old steamer trunk. Um, and its head is actually like a portable record player with a gramophone and it is currently playing like as just like it's like playing some jazz music that someone had been transporting or whatever um and you can just see those in between as you get to the window in between those two all right and that's the i don't have any bonus actions so that's in my turn i think perfect all right cool uh as this train continues moving away, Cricket, you have landed magically back on the top of the lounge bar. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to cast Jump on myself now uh, <laughs> yeah, and are. click my heels of uh, <laughs> striding, uh, striding and springing. Uh, and if d and uh, D5E jump uh, uh, calculator is working, uh, I if with a, a running start of 10 feet, I can jump 162 feet horizontally. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, I said it was like 40 feet away. 160. Yeah, so with like with a running jump, um, you can absolutely clear it and land pretty much right beside where Cricket or where Salem is in the like main part of the locomotive. You rang? <laughs> oh, good lord! Cricket, what the hell? You're on the... There's someone else who's really cool over there. You're gonna love them. Right, yeah, excellent. Um, the train is falling apart, and you need to fix it. You, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm here. 
and I'm going to do my best, but I'll see you in, in six seconds. That's my turn. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the Master Thief Waluigi is still up. Um, uh, and they are actually just going to look directly into your face, Lonlin. You've still got their hand. Uh, Waluigi looks in your face and says, One day, soon, the corruption shall return, and everything you know and love shall be destroyed. And they're actually going to turn their sword inwards, and they're going to stab themselves in the oh, chest. Can I try and stop yeah, them? <laughs> you can absolutely use your reaction to like impose disadvantage, I guess, on their attack. Or actually, actually, use your action athletics check to grapple them, like to uh, to kind of stop that hand. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Oh my god, that's a one! Oh Ooh. my god! Wow! Uh, wow! Terrible uh, rolls. I mean, he only rolled a two, but it's not a one. As um, you like this, Waluigi turns to you, uh, and you are kind of bracing for them to like continue stabbing towards you and you just miss it like it's just too late that your hand reaches out for their hand as they turn their sword instead towards themselves and just dig their sword into their own heart and they watch you the entire time and you watch as the life fades from their eyes and they she's gonna let out a scream and still hold their hand as they're <laughs> dying uh and uh, the last thing you hear is just, it is coming. Uh, and Salem, it's your turn. So you're saying he didn't shank himself non-lethally? <laughs> he did not shank himself non-lethally. Oh, weird, huh? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, Salem's going to look at this God's damned mess and uh, ask Pete. Uh, Pete? Yes. Have you got any um, uh, extra parts to fix broken train pieces? Oh, uh, let me take an inventory. I'm sorry, I I cannot access my my storage compartments. I seem to be I'm I'm having difficulty knowing where the rest of me is. I apologize. I yeah, that that about checks out. Not a problem. Oh crap. Uh. Continuing to pick up speed. No, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Maybe fluffy. not. Don't. No, no, we've got to go. The the damn tracks are breaking, Cricket. Oh, oh, Fluffy. <laughs> Follow the nice man. Help him keep the train together. Uh, nice man. I'm assuming you mean Cricket. Yes. Yeah. Uh, fluffy looks to you, kind of like deflates. Looks at Cricket and says. Uh, but then kind of like just like looks like shoulders slumped but is just standing there uh, and looks like they're ready to do whatever all three Salem's grab Cricket by the shoulders okay that's a lot of support <laughs> if you hurt this owl bear, I will hurt you okay <laughs> take care of my good luck charm and get the train fixed uh, and that, I mean I don't imagine I can do much more than that in my turn so. Okay, perfect. Uh, Lonlin, it's your turn. You watched as this Waluigi uh, has just stabbed themselves in the heart. Uh, their life is slowly yeah. fading from their eyes. 
Yeah, I'm retiring those dice, and I'm going to, like, ease them to the ground, and I'm going to pull their sword out, use my lay on hands for five, and I'm going to kind of hold them by the collar and say, you don't get it out of this this easily. Okay. Um, and as they come back, uh, they look up towards you and say, you were down. You were down. Shut up. <laughs> no, you don't get to talk. You just shut up and stay there. All right. And I'm going to um, use my movement to... I, I guess I'm going to look... To... I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore, so I'm going to look to Cricket and say, look, whatever you need, you have my help. Uh, tie a bunch of rope together. I w- uh, does the sword count as an item interaction to like pull it out? Oh, uh, I think that's part of your lay on hands as like part of the healing is you like <laughs> pull the sword out and you uh, like lay on some hands for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to uh, shit. Do I have rope? I think I have rope. I think every- there's, you're also in like a cargo car. There's rope around for sure. Yeah. yeah. I-, I will just start tying rope together. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, I think as you start tying rope together, uh, Stone looks to you, uh, kind of looks around at what's going on, uh, and just uh, puts their like big, big meaty hand on the center of Waluigi's chest, uh, like holding them down, and look towards you, Lonlin, and say, I got you good. Um, and they're just going to hold them down, but then they're also going to give you the help action to tie more ropes, basically with their other hand. Those are like passing you things. Um, awesome. Amazing. Cool. Uh, Fluffy uh, looks to you, Cricket, um, kind of looks at Salem, um, and then Fluffy, I think, like kind of sensing your your desires, like moves back a little bit from where you are and pokes their head up above the uh, like above the top of the locomotive and pokes their head down again and looks to you and you see their like owl bear like paws um, they like hold them up and they're like slowly bringing them closer and closer together and they're like poking their head up and then poking them down and then bringing their arms closer together poking their head up poking their, and it's like they're showing you how quickly you're getting close to the rocks oh god okay <laughs> okay cool alright uh, and uh Miss Porridge, Madame Porridge, uh, it is your turn now with that after that ungodly leap. Uh, do I see any of the elves around or no? Uh, you do not see any of the elves, but what you do, uh, you're right beside the like front of the commuter car. Uh, you hear like a commotion inside. Uh, people are kind of like screaming or like, like there are definitely sounds of fright, and you hear that like um, and uh, I think like just where you are you can just get the sense that there is something happening in the commuter car for sure uh, okay uh, with 40 feet of movement can I get to the other side or yeah you can actually get in uh, and you can see uh, that there are two more of these like luggage stack monsters that have like that are just corralling people and pushing them all towards the center of the commuter car. All right, I will just start attacking one of them. Perfect. Uh, As you enter its threatened area, 
It takes an attack. Uh, 17 plus... Yeah, that'll uh, Yeah, cool. Um, can you make a... Uh, uh, oh, can you make an athletics check with advantage? Okay. Uh, so that is a 28. A 28? Perfect. Uh, this thing slams into you, um, but you are not knocked prone. Um, and it does not do any damage to you. It just slams into you. Um, but now it is your turn. I guess I will do the same it was doing and grab onto it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, not great. Uh, only a 17. Ooh, 17. It rolled uh, 14 plus zero. Hey. So, all right. You have right. it grappled. I will, I guess, try and pull it apart. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so that is... 26. Uh, 26. This thing got a 14. Okay, so how does this even work? (laughs) So, um, now, in addition to the 3d8 uh, damage that you do, you also do a flat 12 damage as you pull off this thing's arm. So that is... Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, you... As you pull off the arms... Uh, it doesn't seem like this thing is phased at all uh, to have lost the luggage. And you watch as kind of like some of the valises just shift um, and what was the head and the gramophone becomes like a shoulder and like the gramophone arm becomes the elbow um, as you pull off these two arms as and then this thing just like reforms into like a slightly smaller shape as you've got like a pile of, you've got like suitcases in each hand. Yeah, uh, it was a total of 35 damage then. Total of 35 damage. Um, just asking, your fists aren't adamantine, are they? Yep. <laughs> you pull it apart, and you get the sense if this was a like one of the elves, that would have been a catastrophic amount of damage. So I was hoping for the elves. I know. Yeah. Um, but this thing just kind of like reforms and looks towards you and just like starts like moving as if like to try to herd you as well. Yeah, and as I am sort of getting in grappling with this thing, uh, no one else, I guess, is here, right? Other uh, than the people, like the NPCs? Yes. Um, yeah, it's just like a whole bunch of like commuters who are taking the train. Um, okay. And there's just like one other of these uh, big like sentry luggage cases things. Right. Okay, never mind that. Okay. Salem, you see coming towards you flying like as fast as it possibly can, this small winged devil creature flying towards you. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it takes like its entire movement to get in front of you or like to land just like, at, like just manages to grab onto the edge, like the back end of the train car. <laughs> I listen to my mistress and she tells me to listen <laughs> to you. <laughs> and it's like, slumped and exhausted after like flying and booking it to get to you um and the spinal the spine devil has just listened to you uh and lizette it is now your turn all right um how far away am i from these luggage things uh you are like 15 feet away from the one that uh that you just saw this goliath run in and attack and it's still up it is definitely still up. It looks like, unfortunately, whatever this Goliath did 
was not able to do a bunch of damage to this or any at all, in fact. Okay. Um, let me just look at something real quick here, just to make sure that I have this down. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to run it into the fray, and I'm going to high-five this creature and cast Inflict Wounds. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, you run in, uh, you high-five this creature, you cast Inflict Wounds, and it's an attack roll or a saving throw? It is a melee, melee attack. So All that right. is... Oof, yeah, okay, that is a 26. <laughs> oh, that definitely hits. Um, are you doing more than four points of damage? Oh, yeah, it's 4d10. <laughs> All right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, I mean, these things are, once they hit, they're fragile. They're just a big pile of luggage. Um, you run forward and inflict wounds, and you watch as this pile of luggage just deanimates and falls to the ground. Oh, well, that was a little bit disappointing. I was hoping for at least a little bit more blood or something, but all right. Um, <laughs> I guess we're done here. I'm going to start walking back. <laughs> there is another one. Oh, um, there's another one? Yeah, it's on the other, like, towards the other end of the, uh, of the commuter car. Okay. I'm still going to start walking back. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Porridge, this uh like quite like weird looking uh person comes forward, <laughs> slaps the luggage, like they have black scleras. Like she has black scleras, uh just fully black and green eyes, like wild hair, um coffee stained down her dress, um and or her blouse, um comes forward, slaps the uh, the luggage, and you watch as the thing that was in front of you just falls to the ground. Hmm. And she's just walking away now? Yeah, and now she's just walking away. I'm sorry, dearie. There's another one. Could we, you know, help out? Oh, um, certainly. Uh, you're rather big, though. I feel like you might be able to handle this one on your own, but if, if you insist, I can definitely stick around to assist Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, with that, Cricket, it is your turn. Okay. I have a crazy idea. Um, I love it. I love we're going to so hold. Okay, so I, I just I need to get a, a quick uh, double check of what's going on. Uh, yeah. the, car, uh, the car we're in is moving, but we're moving into a rock? Or You are moving into a rock slide. Yep. Salem has asked Pete to just drive through the rock slide. And we're trying to get through the rocks? I mean, Pete is going to try to drive through the rocks. I'm going to, I'm looking towards Salem. You think that's a good idea? Well, the problem is more that the bridge that we're on is about to fall apart because of that damn explosion. And I don't want to sit here and have the train half fall off. So, ah. yes, I do think it's a good idea. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's play with this. Uh, I'm going to grab hold of the uh, ropes uh, that were just kind of developed. Um... I'm going to ask you in a, a, a few minutes just to quickly tie them up all around to here, and we're going to haul the rest of that train with us. <laughs> so I'm going to grab hold of the ropes that they've been tying together, hopefully like two or three uh, solid yeah. ropes now, and I'm going to take my 160 leap, uh, 
all the way to uh, the other cart uh, where it's kind of been s- split in half. Yeah, so you can, like, j- like with the amount the train has moved forward and everything, with that 160 leap, you can just get to kind of, like, the edge of the uh, lounge car. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> then probably start trying to... Um, um, tie it to the actual uh, the rest of the the train and I'm gonna look around for um, uh, anyone who's bulky and I guess I don't really see anyone currently so I'm going to scream out for uh, Goliath uh, kind of need you over here do another <laughs> jump <laughs> I'm just going to be trying to connect it so uh, the rope will uh, drag along the rest of the train so all the passengers don't get, die as well uh, also slowing down the actual main train itself so it doesn't just slam into the rocks that's okay. my attempt at least perfect we'll see I if think... this mad plan works <laughs> I think if you want to burn your action to just be tying I think that's totally fine yeah. you don't need to make a check you can tie knots perfect um perfect uh yeah so yeah you jump back with this rope you start tying it around and you call out for that goliath um i think uh for the sake of this most of the um enemies are gone there's essentially just like the uh there's just the thing of luggage so i think for the sake of this we're gonna jump out of initiative um we're gonna go into a little bit of like what do you guys do what do you guys do let's do some narration But first, let's take a break. The Dirty Twenties podcast is sponsored this week by the Potion Appreciation League, devoted to reversing the archaic and damaging law of prohibition. The Potion Appreciation League works tirelessly to fight the spread of lies about alcohol and potion consumption that run rampant through our streets. The liars espousing natural recovery would rather that your loved ones suffer needlessly from their wounds when a simple and effective solution is available. If you believe that healing potions are good, it is your moral duty to join the Potion Appreciation League and defend the right to use alchemy the way it was intended. Prohibition has done nothing but damage our fair land and has given rise to criminal empires and corrupt officials. Feel otherwise? Agree? Let's talk about it over a drink, pal. The views expressed in this ad do not necessarily reflect those of the Dirty 20s podcast. It's a favorite podcast. The Dirty 20s podcast asks that everyone please follow the laws of the land in which you reside. The Dirty 20s podcast is not associated with political leanings. We are also sponsored this week by Mario's Pizzeria, the finest joint in town. Located just minutes from Luigi's Vacuum Emporium in the heart of Little Elvely, Mario's Pizzeria is your go-to for a pizza power-up. Feel invincible with the new Rainbow Star Pizza, or stick with a classic like the spicy Fireball Flatbread. And with their new loyalty coins, you earn points towards a free Extra Life Mushroom Pizza with every purchase. Mario's Pizzeria. Let's go to dinner. All right. Well, um, I think we will start again. From the beginning? 
it was a bad one. I didn't get to do my thing. We're going to redo it again. So oh, I'm the top is, people. That is amazing. I mean, it is scripted, as we called it. Yeah. <laughs> Train chase, scene two, take two. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we we didn't hit all those beats properly. Oh my god, I forgot uh, the oh, I forgot the immobile rod scene. Shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the entire cue for Exit Pursued by Owlbear. Cricket, come on, come on, come on. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Look, it's on page forty seven after the removable rod before you and me make out scene. Like, I mean, it's just on there. It's on the page. You're right. No, you're right. I told that that sets up the entire next arc. Oh my god. Exactly. And I didn't get my prompt, so yeah. (sighs) You're right. Oh, honestly, I feel like at this point we should just be like started. Like that should be part of our intro. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm Marcus, TPK, all the, the entire group. We'll redo the campaign. It's all good. We'll start from the beginning. <laughs> just scrap the show. It's great. I'm definitely leaving all of this part in after we come back from break. Oh, for no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so welcome back from break, everybody. Um, where we left off, the train had split into uh, the locomotive and part of cargo one was like hurtling towards the rock slide at the front. Uh, The back of the train was stale stationary and cricket had just jumped forward and tied the two together. We're now jumping out of initiative. Um, I think uh, easily done um, to take out that last like pile of luggage that is moving. That's no problem. Don't even worry about like an action or saying that that happens. We'll just assume that that can happen. What would you guys like to do now that there is a train running away towards a rock slide? I'm just tying rope, man. I'm just going to keep working on that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just to clarify the plan. I... I don't know if I said it on the way there, but I th- I hope to God I said tie the rope to the. Uh... You did. Okay, yeah, good, did. good, good, good. I, I caught that. Uh, so Salem's going to look towards this spined devil. Lizette sends me the nicest gifts. All right, uh, grab this rope and start tying it to things. Uh, they start tying it right around your ankle, right <laughs> first. I said things, not people. You loon. Sorry, the mistress commands me to listen to you perfectly uh and like takes the rope that they were tying around your ankle tart starts tying it around the owlbear's wrists the owlbear shouldn't be there anymore it's with cricket isn't it oh no I you're right jump with the owlbear oh but no, i think the owl- oh, okay i hope i hope hmm? i oh, hope yeah would have would have gone after him yeah well uh can owlbears actually fly yeah what uh, think wait what Wait, can they? No, 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 no. They're no. bears. Bears don't fly. I didn't tell it to follow cricket. Oh yeah. Yo, if Alvers could fly, prod him out. Can we confirm that bears check. don't We've fly though? It. So we don't know. <laughs> I mean, make a nature check, but uh... <laughs> you know, you're right. They do not fly. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I think the owl bear uh, is in the like in the locomotive, uh, still like reaching their like they're poking their head up and looking and like. They're like looking around and their hands are getting closer and closer together. Uh, and the owlbear looks a little bit nervous um, as the spine devil then comes over and starts tying the rope around the owlbear. This is a thing, is it not? It's not a person. <sighs> You're going to be difficult, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am a devil. <laughs> yeah, but aren't you supposed to listen to the exact word? Good lord. Tie it to the train on my side around here. 
not in the other car, somewhere inside this train, not to any of the living things in this compartment. Is that specific enough for you? Yes, but you also said living things, so I just want to say, like, my point still stands that this is a thing, but it's just a living thing. Can I slap this devil? I'm just be like, stop it. Play nice. You can absolutely slap this devil uh, and the devil again, like whimpers. Uh, and yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, then starts tying properly, like as you intended, not just the letter of the law, but now the intention as well. Thanks. <laughs> like staring at it just to make sure he actually ties it properly. <laughs> absolutely. Um, this train uh is getting closer and closer and closer to the rocks um and cricket you have tied like the rope around uh you like the train has slowed down for sure like it was like a jerk as the line went taut um and uh then the back cart like starts moving towards the 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 rocks and the front like you everyone feels it slowed down in the front part of the compartment. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys hoping to do? I, I just, w- I'm, I'm, uh, I personally just want the, the back cars to get out of the way from the crumbling um, bridge uh, close enough to the rock. So we don't slam in it. Apart from that, I don't have any other plan. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Yeah. You, are tying this forward, uh, Lisette or Madame Porridge, anything you're doing? Uh, I feel like, do I see the rope going to the back car then? Yes. Yeah. You can look back into like the lounge car and you can see cricket is like jumped back and is tying rope around. You can see the rope like pulling to the, the locomotive. And did I hear cricket shouting to tie the rope? Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, then she is going to run over and try and grab the rope and start pulling to try and get the second cart. To oh the- my God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, you are still like, this is still happening really quickly. You're still raging and it's weird. They weren't there before, but as you begin pulling on this rope, um, you can make an athletics check, but can you also please describe what happens when you rage? Yeah. So uh, as she rages, um, it's going to seem kind of chaotic. There's going to be a lot of movements going on and you will see a bunch of these spectral people sort of form out and they're not really doing anything. They're not attacking anyone. They're basically fighting amongst themselves. You're basically <laughs> in the middle of a bar brawl and a bunch of like one guy is going to smash a bottle over another one. One guy's going to throw one over the other over a table. One guy just has a Tommy gun is an unloading into the stomach of another one. They're all just sort of going at each other and fighting. So, yeah. <laughs> So you'll see. A cricket is just like wide-eyed, like, what the hell? Rubs my eyes. Uh, this is you, the best thing I've you? ever seen. <laughs> so that is a 29 for athletics. Oh 29. Uh, cricket, you tie this rope on, and then this, you like, as you're watching and like tying this rope, you just see this Goliath hand reach down beside you, grab the rope in their hand, and just like heave, and you feel the back like pull closer to the front of the train as you're like essentially reeling them back in. And um, I would say with the 29, uh, the like locomotive just starts like, like working much harder and harder and harder as like, it is almost like being pulled backwards. It almost comes to a full stop 
Um, and I think with the 29, uh, Madame Porridge, you are able to pull the two halves of the train car like right up to each other. And the train is only just continuing. And you're about like 20 feet away from the rock slide. Oh, splendid. <laughs> okay. In that case, I'm going to put the immovable rod right in front of the uh, the cargo thing. And then press the button so the rod will hopefully stop the cargo train from moving any further now that we're right beside the rocks. If that's okay. what we're worried about. I don't know if we are anymore. Uh, I mean, you can definitely do that. It is uh, still connected to the locomotive. Is that what you're like? You're wanting to disconnect it? Well, no. Or so you... I, I, I want the ropes and all that kind of stuff to still be there and like connected it. But I don't want us to like, like do we still have momentum enough to slam into the rocks? Uh, I would say with like all of that happening and like pulling itself in, you don't have quite enough momentum right now, but you are almost at a standstill. So you oh, could get no, no, to stop. That's fine. I, I, as long as we're stopped right now, that's perfect. Okay. Uh, Pete is like moving forward, moving forward. Chugga, 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 chugga. I'm a train. We don't need to I'm anymore. <laughs> we don't need to anymore. <laughs> Pete, Pete, it's quite all right. You can stop now. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, and just like stops and coasts and then hits like one of the rocks and there's just like a little as rocks slide down. But like the cow catcher has just touched the very top, like first rock in the rock slide. Okay. What would you guys like to do? Well, you see this, yeah, this like Goliath surrounded by this, these spectral bar brawlers. Uh, just holding onto the rope. Cricket, are they a friend of yours? They are now. I'll tell you that much. What's your name? Oh, oh, hello, dearies. Um, I'm Madam Porridge. Lovely to meet you. What's yours? Uh, you can call me Cricket. Oh, that's a terrible name for a boy. Oh, <laughs> I. <laughs> uh. And you? And he'll turn to the other one. What's your name? I'm Longlin, Iron Voice. It's nice to meet you. And she'll, like, hold out a hand to shake it. Lovely to meet you. And she'll sort of kneel down, like, shake, put one hand on your shoulder and just shake your hand. Oh, did you did you help stop this train, too? I tied, the, I tied some ropes. Everything helps, dear. But you pulled it. You oh, actually that's... pulled it. That was amazing. I mean... <laughs> Growing up, it's the things you got to do. You got to be strong, dear. She'll like pat your cheek a little bit. Oh, she'll blush a little. Now, um, those folks who were causing trouble, have they been taken care of? Oh, there is still this one, and she'll point. Uh, don't, don't wait, wait, wait. We need him, though. <laughs> okay. Um, is there, <laughs> can I see like a light switch or something around or something to control the lights of this car? I mean, there's a big open hole in the back. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, thinking, mean, like any sort of like either candlelight or some sort of light switch, something like that. Are you trying to like make it dark? Or are you trying to make no, it no? No, I'm just I'm just curious if there's some way I can turn on and off the lights. You definitely can. Cool. Uh, I will walk over to whatever apparatus that is and just start flicking the lights on and off and be like, "All right, dears, clear out. It's closing time. Everyone, I don't want to see you again." As the spectral people start disappearing <laughs> from the bar ball. <laughs> oh my uh, god. As like the spectral people, like the lights start flickering, and the spectral people like all stop, look at you, and say, 
Oh fuck you! Yeah, you're. Oh, we have to go now. Like things are just getting funnier, and like you, you're banned. You're not coming back for at least. Yeah, a I'm week. coming back whenever Out. I want. Okay, like you can't tell me where I can and can't. Do that. I have right. start off the Ravia. <laughs> and like as they're like, like spectrally like walking off, like you see, watch like a bunch of them are like flipping you the bird, and like some of them are like, yeah, yeah, big tough now when you're ghost <laughs> and I can't hurt you. <laughs> There's like two of them that are fully missing arms like yep. both of their arms and they're just like looking at you and like kind of like kicking like their foot as if like t- they want to like flip you the bird but they're missing arms yep. um and your spectral guardians just fade away uh into the witching hour of end of night right all right what do we do now i like this one can we keep her <laughs> oh, you're a dear. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. You can call me Lizette. Lizette, oh, lovely name. Oh, aren't you a sweet little child? Yes, so sweet. <laughs> uh, should we go try and clear the tracks then? Salem's watching these interactions with a growing sense of horror, uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll nod mutely. Yeah, probably we ought to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. There's one more of you. Oh, you're all <laughs> over the place. I'm sorry. What's your name? And she'll go over and uh, shake your hand. Salem. And she'll put one shoulder on your hand and shake your hand. I'll shake Lovely it. Lovely dear. Did you also stop stopping this train? Oh, you're such a dear. Well, uh, yes, thanks. Um, very kind of you to say. We should probably get the, tr- the uh, tracks clear, though. I don't want to stick around much longer, just in case they've got any friends. Did uh, anyone deal with that airship? <laughs> and just as you remember that, you see the airship, um, like, it's coming, it's moving fairly slowly, so it's still only, like, it's still only about 300 feet away, um, but it is coming directly towards where the train is. And you, as you remember the airship, you look out through this big opening, this big blast hole in the cargo car and you see the airship and you watch as something flies out uh, with like a trail of smoke behind it. Oh dear. And impacts into the, uh, the bridge at the very, very back. Um, And the bridge is well-made and you watch as like a big portion of the bridge behind you falls away, but um, it's like, it's got enough lattice work and trusses and everything that the bridge itself, uh, like it rocks, everything shudders, but it doesn't collapse. Uh, And it doesn't look like it's spreading, but it looks like whatever has happened there. um, Yep. Like I said, let's clear away this way. Please, (laughs) please, quick, quick, right quick now. I'll I'll make sure everyone's okay. Uh, I'll be right back. One second. I'm just going to rush off to where the people are and begin administering first aid. Uh, just to make okay. Sure safe. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you start administering first aid. Um, and as you do, um, you kind of run through the lounge car. And again, you see that like that little child with the oversized helmet on holding their owlbear stuffy. And you watch as this girl now looks forward and sees like an actual owl bear and it's just like oh, wow as you're like running through they're like 
You're amazing. You're like a super flyer. You must be so good. Um, and they're like, "What can I do to help? I'm 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 really good in a crisis. I'm gonna help you." Yeah, you know what? Yeah, come come on, come over here. Uh, I I I we're gonna do a, a lot of uh, bandaging and all that kind of stuff, and we gotta bring, uh, put up the spirits. So, do you mind calling us the new faded five? The new faded five. Yeah. We have the new. And they start like she starts like a little bit hyperventilating. She's like, "You are the new faded five and. I get, oh, this is gonna, oh my god. Um, and she like runs forward and like she's like running Don't through the train. Forget my name, Cricket. I'm a part of the Faded Five, or the new one at least. <laughs> and she's like, you're hearing a shout out like, the new Faded Five are here, the new Faded Five are here. Cricket's one of them. Um, and just like yelling it to everybody. Um, and somewhere in the back of Salem's mind. <laughs> Something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> they don't know what it is yet. <laughs> something about let's stay under the notice of our enemy. Gone horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, uh, and yeah, cricket as, as well as you start like bandaging people up. That uh, halfling woman comes up beside you um, and says, "Hey, hello. I'll you know I can I can help you as well. I, I'm pretty I'm a dab hand when it comes to." to uh to helping people uh if if there's something more you need to be doing i can i can tend to the to the folks there's not many injuries luckily uh looks like with the success of the new faded five we were able to get to avoid many injuries but i'll I'll tend to people if you have more to do cricket kind of puffs Um, up hey that's that's a good idea i i'm gonna go help out clearing the rocks and the rubble because only the (laughs) faded five can clear all the rocks (laughs) perfect uh yeah, how do you guys go about clearing these rocks as this airship starts moving closer and closer? Longlin will kind of look to Madame Port. Is it porridge as in like the food? Yes, dear, like the food. <laughs> porridge. <laughs> Is it a family name? And she'll kind of like take the lead and head out to go start clearing the rocks. Oh, and do you need my help too? Ac- absolutely. I, I need a strong pair of hands. Wait, 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 before you do that, I've got a better idea that'll make it a little bit easier for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just one sec, Lizette. Where, where'd yes, you get to, darling? You ran. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. Um, you know those explosions that definitely weren't you, the other, the 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 ones that that hit us the other day, right? Oh, right. The, yeah, when Cricket yeah. made that really loud noise that hurt all you very yeah, badly. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one I was talking about. Do you think that something like that ought to be arranged, perhaps, for the rocks? I don't see why it couldn't be. That would be wonderful. Uh, well, that's gonna like raise up her hands, like about to do it, <laughs> right here. The rocks. Oh, the rocks, right? The ones outside the train. Okay. To be clear. Oh, in oh. front of the train. Yes. All right. Uh, I I can do that, and I'll go yeah. outside and immediately cast shatter. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Um. Lizette, how long does your spine devil last for? An hour. An hour? Amazing. As Lizette goes and shatters, um, and I think with that, you're able to, like, easily, like, Stone Mountain Sky comes out and helps and, like, moves things as well. Um, And with that, you're able to fairly quickly clear enough that you can push, like, the train can move through. As, like, people come back onto the train after clearing the rubble, uh, you see all throughout the entire like interior of the cargo, there is just like a, a maze of 
knots and rope that have been tied to make like a pure obstacle course, like a spider's web of ropes tying the cargo car all together. <laughs> As the spine devil looks towards you, Salem says, any new tasks? <sighs> nope. Nope. You just, uh, you sit here and you keep the train company. Uh, they ponder for a moment. Tell it your best jokes. My best jokes. Okay. Knock, knock. Uh, and they just like say that to the train, like cargo car. And then they just, you see, they just kind of like wait. And then they start telling like knock, knock jokes to the air. And they're like, they're not getting any of the like, who's there or like banana who they just start like just answering their own jokes and they're just laughing on like rolling on the floor laughing but all of their jokes instead of being like an actual punchline it's like and then their soul was ripped from their body <laughs> and then their eyes bled with tears of fire <laughs> and they just start like telling all these like bad bad knock knock jokes that don't make any sense and are all punchlined with horrible torture. As this train is able to start moving through, you watch as another whoosh rocket impacts into the bridge, and uh, you watch as the bridge now begins to really start collapsing in earnest. Um, the train manages to just carry, like pick up speed enough and like it's like rocking and shaking as the bridge is collapsing, but it just manages to get off the bridge as the bridge fully <clears throat> falls into this gorge. And you watch as this airship comes into view through this mountain pass behind you uh, and begins to slowly turn towards you. And you watch as it then turns back and flies away. Did they get what they were looking for or something? I'm sorry, what were they looking for? I, yeah, I didn't even don't know. Oh, we yeah. have the person still, though. What person? Uh, one that tried to kill himself. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the, the wild one. Luigi person. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope one of you tied him up. Oh, yeah. I Like, Stone Mountain Sky tied them up, and uh, uh, now this, like, wah Luigi has just been listening to the Spine Devil's idea of jokes <laughs> for the last ten minutes. Oh, that's its own form of torment. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely perfect and wasn't entirely my my intention, but I'm grateful. <laughs> Very grateful for that. So who's going to be the one to ask the questions? Because uh, obviously this person knew something. Okay, uh, no volunteers. <laughs> um, I'll do it then. I got this. I'm intimidating enough. I just kind of like start like swinging my arms a little bit or a bit, just stretching it out. <laughs> hey there, Mr. Waluigi person thingy. Um, you're who are you who are you working for? Uh, make an make an intimidation check just as you walk up. Perfect. Uh, not proficient, but I have jack of all trades. That's a fifteen. I'll take it. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think as you walk up, uh, Waluigi just looks up at you from their position on the ground, uh, and says. We work to bring about the corruption, to bring back the beautiful corruption of our disgusting world. Okay, kind of a bit messed up, but okay. Um, 
what you know this messed up that people live in wealth while others live in squalor and there is that is considered normal but corruption where everyone is equal and all things are possible but must first be destroyed that is considered wrong somehow wait, wait i you know you, you kind of have me a bit there with people being poor and the people like hoarding wealth and all that kind of stuff but you lost me on the second half um anyway uh <laughs> i'm the one asking questions and all that stuff here you hear me i'm asking questions um what are we asking <laughs> i uh as cricket is kind of rambling i'm going to cast zone of truth on them Okay. Uh, what's the wisdom? Is it a wisdom save? It's a charisma save of 14. Ooh, charisma. Okay. All right. Let's see. No, they rolled a six. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. As you feel like your zone of truth really takes effect. And while Luigi looks at you and says, what have you done? What? What is this? I... It's a trust exercise. Uh, uh, and then they kind of like clam up for a moment. And then you hear them say, well, shoots. Uh, can't, I can't even, can't even speak in my fake accent. Wait, what? Wait, the accent was a fake? Oh my God. I know it's so good, isn't it? Okay, no. Uh, yeah, my accent is really good. Um, and I can't do it right now. So what have you done to me? What? Uh, what were you looking for? Good lord. Oh, hang on a second. Before we carry this on, uh, Pete? Yes? You can start moving again. Oh, yes. We've been on the move for a few minutes now. Yes. Salem blinks a couple of times. Uh, oh, I guess, yeah, you don't really need our permission to do so. Yeah, fair enough. Thanks. Just wanted I have to a schedule to keep, and we're already behind. Oh. I hate to mention this, but this is a 15-foot radius, so you can all choose to <laughs> fail if you'd like, or you'd also need to make the charisma save. <laughs> what is your DC? Because I already rolled. It's a 14. I got yeah, 25. I, that. Uh, I got 19. I got a 13. Salem's failed and cannot lie. Liz, that's not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off, Matt. What did you say? Oh, I just was saying that uh, I rolled a 19 oh, okay, for gotcha, the gotcha. charisma crack for the truth. Perfect. Okay, sorry. That, that was it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I, I've, I've been telling you the truth. I'm. We work for corruption. No, I, I get that, but, like, what do you want? What was the thing that you were here for? I don't want to tell you. I, you, I, you know, you kind of have to, though. You, ha you have to tell me, though, don't you? Uh, it would be nice if you did. <laughs> It'd be very helpful. I don't want to be help. I work to bring about corruption. Helpful is not really my jam, you know? Hey, hey, look, I don't really want to make you do this, but I will because you're kind of a pain in the ass. If you don't want to listen to more fiend jokes for the next hour or eternity, then you're going to have to tell the nice lady what she asked. <laughs> and... His limbs, his limbs just fell right off. <laughs> Did the spine devil pass it through the face? Oh, that's a good one, Tony. Did the spine devil lie? Uh, I mean, the spine devil looks at you, Salem, says, 
No, of course the spine devil cannot lie. Lon Lin? <laughs> you, uh, know did. you know if it failed or not, right? You definitely I have to change. You definitely know the uh the spine devil can definitely lie. Did did it do I okay, so it says you know whether each creature succeeds or fails. Did this did the devil the, succeed? It, did. it got a nineteen. Uh, yeah. Uh actually let me check. What is their let me check their uh unless they have a minus four. I think they have a minus one. <laughs> For charisma, spine devil. Okay, yeah. So it it ends up rolling an eighteen. So it does still succeed. Okay. Uh, as the spine devil can lie, but tells Salem, "Of course, I cannot lie." I I wouldn't really trust what they say. You know what yeah. would have been a really fun paradox if he said, "I can lie." Oh, is that the truth or not? We don't know. Oh, dearie, don't do that. Your head will just explode. That's a good one. I will write that one down. And they like. <laughs> And like this flame appears and then there's like just like a flaming pie, like thing of paper and they like just jab a finger into Waluigi oh and get some God. blood and like write like funny joke. Um, I cannot lie. Uh, and then they like and it puffs up into smoke. Um, I mean, not to make you stab him again or anything, but I think that the joke was I can lie. Oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no. I can only tell lies. Uh, yes, much funnier, much funnier. <laughs> um, and uh, I think with that, um, yeah, uh, Waluigi uh, says, well, I don't want to tell you, but I also really do not, really do not want to hear another one of those freaking jokes. Can, can one of you please... Uh, and like they look to you, Lizette, and it's like, please, please, I will tell you everything. Just take that thing away. Oh, but he's so funny. Um... <laughs> <sighs> All right, if if it means you telling us the whole story, I'll get rid of him. I'm gonna snap my fingers and attempt to banish him, which is a charisma <laughs> save for him to try oh. to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks at you and says. Mistress, no! Mistress, no! You'll be fine. Uh, got a two. So, uh, no! <laughs> As, like, <laughs> this, like, ring of fire, like, surrounds them. Uh, goes, <laughs> uh, and you watch as this spine devil gets, like, dragged back into hell. You watch as, like, these, this one big, like, devilish red hand reaches up grabs the spine devil around his waist and just <gasps> yanks the spine devil down and with a puff of smoke <sighs> they are gone I'm going to miss the little bastard alright <laughs> tell us everything you know alright well okay we work to bring about corruption we are looking for a specific item I don't actually know what it is called all I know is that it is a stopwatch, a pocket watch, a some sort of timekeeping device, and with it, we can find the resting place of the final artifact that we need to bring about corruption again. Well, that's a little unsettling. Okay. Has any one of us heard about the stopwatch before? Uh, anyone who wants to can make a history check, please. Or Arcana, if they would prefer. I'm not going to attempt. I just wanted to know if anyone else has heard of this. Oh, you know I That's am going to attempt. Five. Natural 20. 
Hey, oh my go. god. Yeah. That makes so much sense for Lizette it, to know this yeah. as well. It makes so much sense for sure. So that's uh, 30. Jesus. <laughs> oh my lord. Uh Lizette, you have heard of this and this is something that as soon as they mention timepiece and knowing the location, you get this flood of information into your brain and you know exactly like what this item is with this tiny little bit of a description. You know that they're looking for the timepiece of travel. It is a part of a whole. It's part of a bigger like artifact uh, called the Orrery of the Wanderer, which can be used to summon creatures from the far realm. It can be used to summon creatures from planes of existence beyond our comprehension. You know that someone who is attuned to the timepiece of travel um, can name any location within 10 miles. And as long as there's one creature, bird, plant, animal, creature, uh, who knows the location within 10 miles of you, you know exactly how to get to that location. So if you know exactly where something, like if you say, like, no, uh, the last piece is, say, in the temple of a certain god, but that temple has been lost, if you are attuned to this, you know where that temple is if it's within 10 miles of you. You also know that once per day, you can use it to cast the teleport spell on yourself. And with a natural 20, I think the thing you know that is really surprising or that is really like, how did you know this? How did you find this out? If all of the parts of the Ori of the Wanderer are reassembled, you know that not only does it confer benefits to whoever holds it, but, and this is something that was never made clear. This has never been public knowledge. This is something that no one knows. And with a natural 20, you know that somehow no one else knows this. But the Ori of the Wanderer, when it is assembled, does not only like push people to pull things in from the far realm, it summons things it calls to creatures from the far realm who rip holes in universes in order to find this thing it is desired by creatures beyond our knowledge and you know that when this is re reassembled it will bring about the corruption again all right so you're looking for this timepiece of travel or whatever. First of all, why do you think it's on this train? Second of all, why are you attempting to bring about what would essentially be the end of the world as we know it? The world is... The world is already corrupted and horrible and there is suffering in every aspect of life and the only solution is to start fresh. The corruption was our chance to rebuild. But before you can rebuild, you must destroy. We seek the rebirth of corruption that we can rebuild the world in a just and fair vision. Oh, and as to how we knew that it was on the train, well, we scried on it. So, oh, um, so it actually is here. Oh my god. Don't worry, don't worry. It's, it seems rather harmless in, in comparison to the bigger 
puzzle piece that it represents for, you know, the end of the world and etc. This seems like a rather bigger threat than a bunch of gangbangers back home. Oh yeah, this makes Milo Grubtongue look like an ant in comparison. I, I don't quite get the reference, I'm not going to lie, but, but fair enough. <laughs> you, you know more than we do, so I'll trust uh, you on this. Madame Porridge, when they say Milo Grubtongue, this sparks something in your memory. Uh, you know the name Milo Grubtongue. Milo Grubtongue is one of like the preeminent figures in the New Republica like mafia or mobs. Like they're the head of the Grubtongues, one of three major criminal families. Um, okay. And I think like you know as well that uh, if someone is like on the outs with Milo Grubtongue, you know as well that Milo Grubtongue is known to be quite like uh, not forgiving in his mm. dealings with people. Okay. All right. I'll just take note of that. <laughs> I'm say anything. Um, I'm going to probably try and look around for this, uh, this, uh, uh time piece thing. Do oh. we know what it looks like? Uh, all I know is that it, it was said it's it's a pocket watch or a timepiece or, or something. I, I don't know exactly, but I'll, I, I know well. Um, and they kind of look sad for a moment and they say, Mario could tell. Um, <laughs> which, of course, is spelt M-A apostrophe R-R-I-O. Mario. I get it. I understand. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to people. Try and ask for a pocket watch. Uh, can um, anybody who wants to? Can you please make uh just a straight up luck check? Uh, okay. Yeah. I think everybody can. Okay. Eighteen. <laughs> That's a three. I got an eighteen though. Got nice. Cricket. That is an eight for me. Okay. Uh. 17 from saying them rather sorry perfect uh with a 17 and an 18 you remember that as soon as the train stopped after that like with that first rock slide uh you watched as uh argentina cold hearth that small halfling who's now tending to people she had pulled out a, a pocket watch looked at it and tisked okay um let's go talk to, to argentina then uh, who wants to, to come with? Maybe more than just one, because I feel like actually maybe not enough, because that might oh, be I'll intimidating. Come with. Okay, yeah, Lonely, you're not intimidating. It, 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 to me sometimes, because you're Wait, nice. Wait, what? What should I stay here no, then? Or you, you're also go... really nice. You guys don't look actively intimidating, <laughs> is what I mean. People feel reassured by your presence. I'm sure I could muster up some intimidation if I needed to. I don't think we want to, though, because we're trying I'll, to get... Uh, I'll stick around and watch this one. Okay. Just to make sure he doesn't slip out. I'll join you. What, What? me or them? You. Oh. oh, thanks, Lizette. Wouldn't mind some company that's not a fiend or a talking train. Well, I can't exactly say that I'm not too much of a fiend, but it's appreciated nonetheless. <laughs> Perfect. Um... As you begin, like, you leave this area kind of bending awkwardly through this rope maze that has been built by the Spine Devil, um, 
and head into the lounge car. Uh, Lonlin, Madam Porridge, and Cricket, can you please make investigation or perception checks for me? Uh-oh. Sure. Try. Oh. Ha, that is a net one. I'm going to use uh, inspiration for my perception with uh, what it sounded like. It's not too much better. Um, sorry, give me one second here. Yeah, I got a 15. Oh, wait, I get advantage oh, yeah, you with do. a sentinel yeah. shield? Yes, Holy you do. shit. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah. my god, I was like, why do I have an A beside perception? Uh, that's a 16. A 16. Perfect. Um, It takes a little bit of time. You go through the train car. Um. In fact, you go through the entire train and you see that there are people with bandages and everyone kind of like, as you're asking, uh, people are keep pointing farther back down the train, farther back down the train and Cricket and Lonlin, um, you get all the way through all of the sleeper cars, the second cargo car, and you get to the doorway into the caboose, um, which is currently locked. But, Madame Porridge, you have uh, a key to get into yep. the back there. I'll unlock it and open the door. All right. Uh, you, again, see this beautifully, like, resplendent, huge interior. It's way bigger than it should be. It's like 100 feet long by, like, 75 feet wide. Uh, there's a big circular bar with a multi-armed uh, automaton uh, mixing drinks. And you see, sitting at the bar, this very small halfling who looks over at you says oh hello deities uh please come here and join me uh and she pats the stool beside her as she does um she kind of like thinks for a moment and salem and lisette you hear in your heads would you please join us back here as well dears i believe i should talk with all of you Oh, I do not like that. That is not a good feeling. Oh, oh <laughs> God. Yeah, I guess so. Sure, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, that was not lovely. No, thank you. Should we should we bring this this um, uh, Luigi guy with us? Oh, I know what we can do with him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll I'll check him over my shoulder. Okay. Oh, that's impressive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stone no, on. I imagine he's not especially sturdy, right? No, he's very slight. He's very slender, yeah. like lanky, uh, like long fingered, like, um, but uh, yeah, very thin. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. Also, I'll chuck him over my shoulder. I mean, I'm, I've got the athlete feet. Yeah. And I, and I can manage that. And uh, I'll carry him back. And as we're passing by Stone Mountain and Fluffy, yeah, uh, who I imagine has gone back to Stone Mountain, right? Yeah, yeah I think Stone Mountain Sky is like, currently like just like like standing perfectly still except for his fingers which are like massaging like the like chin of fluffy and like stone is otherwise perfectly still uh and the fluffy is just kind of like kind of owl bear purring oh man that, that will never get old um yeah all right Salem will will be briefly distracted by that and pause to scratch Fluffy's chin as well. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, for, would, would you mind looking after this one for us, friend? Just make sure he doesn't get away? Mm. Fluffy, like you, you ask, I accept. Uh, and then they just like grab 
uh, Waluigi from your shoulder uh, and like sit on him. Well, I suppose that'll work. Hmm. Yes, I watch. You nice. Right. Well, I'll offer my arm to Lizette and uh, let's go saunter down to the other end of the train. She will gladly take it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, like in the back of the caboose. Yeah, you're welcomed in and Argentina Coldhearth uh, says, I think we're just going to wait until your companions join us. But um, in the meantime, I believe I've met some of you. My name's Argentina Coldhearth and Madame Porridge, I... I apologize for barging into your private caboose. Yes, how did you get in here, I'm wondering? Wait, this is yours? Oh, yes, dear. Alone, it's just yours. Of course. I'm just going to look towards Lonlin and just shake my head dramatically, like, what? Has Lonlin and Lizette gotten back to the carriage yet, or are they still coming? I think with this, yeah, like uh, Salem and uh, and Lizette enter into the uh, into the private caboose. As they come in, uh, Madame Porridge is going to go and lock the door and go back for a seat. Nice. I do not like that energy. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of right up there with you. Salem's going to note that uh, Madame Porridge locked the door and uh, really hope that <laughs> Madame Porridge does not realize that they were the one that broke into the train car earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and may have left it unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think Madame Porridge, in like your rush to, uh, you know, go see what was going on, yeah. or you didn't really notice at first that the door was unlocked. But it was definitely locked when you came back towards the caboose with uh, Lonlin and Cricket. Oh, right. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, and Meta or uh, Argentina Coldhearth uh, looks at all of you and says, "Great, Didi. So I, I hear that uh, that you got a little bit of information." Would you mind sharing with the class? How did you hear that? Uh, And in your head, you just hear her same voice say, Well, the way I hear most things now. um, She's going to start to, and just kind of hold her head for a second and just be like, stop that. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I apologize. You're right. Not a lot of people find that, oh, most people find that disquieting. Um, And she'll look at you all and say, Right, so before I reveal any more about myself, I would like to ask, what do you feel about the world? Is it worth saving? No. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, of course there's some bad, but there's also some good. Well, I mean, we live here. And so do a lot of other folks. And... I mean, all in all, there's lots of things that suck, but there's also lots of things that are all right. Exactly. Some things can get better. It's hard because, like, people can be shitty, but they can change as well. And I, 
yeah, the world is in a sad, sad state right now, but that doesn't mean it can't change. And Madame Porridge? <sighs> I mean, of course. And Lisette, you said no. Yes. May I inquire as to why not? Well, maybe not no, but I, I think that that's not really a yes or no answer as to whether or not the world deserves saving or is worth saving. It, it really depends. And also it means what world? There are plenty of worlds out there that probably don't deserve saving, or maybe they do. It, morality is a strange curve, and <laughs> we're all going to die anyways. <laughs> and it really depends on how much you're willing to sacrifice to prolong the inevitable. Oh, oh I, I, I agree with, with that, yes. Morality is a bit of a bell curve. It's easier for the wealthy. I'm sorry, dears. This is awfully sounding very depressing. You need a drink. Yes, I do. Do you have any? Oh, do you of have any course. more of that, that wonderful... Wa- oh, mm, yeah, the really good stuff that I heard was in this back compartment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could rustle up a bottle. Uh, and Madame Porridge, yeah, you can absolutely... You can, you can, you have whatever liquor you would like is accessible to you in this caboose. I will grab the exact same bottle that he's, they stole out of my carriage and bring it out and pour some for them. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Salem, um, can you just make me a perception check, please? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 17. 17? This is the exact same bottle. It's not like the same vintage. It's not the same year. It's not like a similar batch. It's the exact same bottle. Uh, uh, and she'll pour out a drink to each individual one and just sort of once she's finished pouring just sort of stand behind the group behind long have i ever have i ever heard of this madame porridge maybe <laughs> uh, make a, a streetwise check yeah make a streetwise check for sure would, would my criminal contact feature at all be applicable here i think it would i think <laughs> it would okay um then in that case I've got a oh crap and that one oh, it um, slips my knowledge i think i think you're just so shocked to see the exact same bottle like the wax that's sealing it is dripped in the exact same way and your mind is so like it just yeah the knowledge just isn't there I just, yeah you just brought out a bottle of maker's mark for us or something like that <laughs> 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 Thank you. Uh, as um, Madame Porridge pours you all drinks, Argentina looks at everyone and uh, says, Right, so Madame Porridge and I, well, she doesn't actually know, but, uh, and she looks towards you, Madame Porridge. I apologize. I've been using your train and your caboose for my own pleasure. I believe we have a very similar outlook. Uh, and then she pulls out a like silver filigreed pocket watch, looks at it and says, I think this is what they are looking for, isn't it? I mean, does it look like what they was described to us? Uh, it is, in fact, a silver pocket watch. I mean, that you were told it would look like some sort of timepiece. Uh I'm just going to kind of look to the words of the party. Like, are we allowed to, to say? 
Miss Coldhearth, how did you get your hands on such a pocket watch? Well, I've always been a bit of a collector of interesting things. And I've always had a penchant for the odd mechanical object, specifically. This train is a wonder to me, and if I could take it and put it on my shelf, I would, but it's just so big. And uh, they, she turns to, um, to Madame Porridge. And you, Didi, I think you're a wonderful part of the collection as well. And if I could have you on my shelf, I would. Oh, you're flattering, but I'm spoken for. <laughs> uh, and she says, right, I think I could best answer a lot of your questions if you came with me. Would you be willing to? Where are we going? Oh, we're going to go to my home. I oh, mean, so I, forward. Oh. I know. I usually use your train, but I think speed might be a bit more of essence today. Can I incite her? Like, can I get a sense that she's, like, maybe trying to lure us somewhere dangerous? Like, I don't know. Absolutely, do yeah. An make, an, make an insight check for sure. Okay. Uh, anybody else would, if, if anybody else would like to, they could as well. Sure. Six. Uh, six. It's really hard to get a read. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, she seems like quite open and warm, but you're not certain what her intentions are. 18 from Salem on that insight. 18. Um, again, it's hard to get an exact bead on her uh, intentions, but you pick up earnestness in her. With an 18, I think you pick up this sincerity and you're not really necessarily clued into like the theology of good versus evil, but you get a very strong like bead for just a moment of good. <sighs> well, I mean, I suppose one way or the other, it we can't really stay on the train and heading to where we were originally supposed to go. Uh, are we going to be able to get to um, our destination after this? All right. I can arrange wherever you need to go. All right. Then I'm for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll jump in. Um, you seem like a cool enough person. Oh, you'll you'll see in a moment that I am in fact very cool. Uh, any objections from the party? No, I'm not happy about it. But if everyone else is going, might as well. And Madame Porridge. Now, uh, Matt, this is a question for you. Would you like to play with us next week? Sure, I'll go with you. No, Perfect. I don't want to at all. <laughs> no, this is gross. I am out. <laughs> Thank you. So, in that case, oh, would like because that was going to be an easy out. Would yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you would like to, uh, do you have any objections to going with? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm okay. I'll come with you. Um, just 
make sure the train is okay. I don't want to be ruining or losing any of my stuff. I've got, I've got my best one on it. And, uh, Oh, thank you. She smiles and all of you get like, just in your mind, just like this brief flash of that little child, uh, with the toy stuffed owlbear. Um, and, uh, then that's gone for a moment. And she looks at all of you says, all right. Uh, I apologize. It's going to be cold. Uh, and she clicks the top of the pocket watch. And as she does, you feel yourself pulled from this train. And uh, instantly you arrive in this place that is an absolute like freezer. You have arrived somewhere probably minus 20 degrees Celsius. It is instantly cold. Your breath like catches in your throats as you arrive on this glowing blue teleportation circle you are inside this old clearly uh abandoned tower made of giant blocks of white stone there is frost everywhere that you can see and in front of you a gleaming massive pile of silvery objects all clockwork in origin with a giant pile of coins to one side as Argentina looks to you smiles and says welcome to my home and that's where we're going to end tonight's session Next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties. Who is Argentina Coldheart? Why does she have the timepiece of travel? And just who is Madame Porridge? Tune in to find out. In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com, all spelled out, to be a real cool cat. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Dusick. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, and Emily White, with special guest player Matthew Hinton. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels. Bye.